Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 30th of July, 2020. It's The Gap, episode 527. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gurry is here. How's your week going, Job? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty busy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, got some work on. Uh, and yeah, I think it's working out pretty good. Uh, been playing some fucking good games. Like, been pretty entertaining. Been a lot. Yeah. Uh, which is good. What about you, Luke? How's it going? As gone. Uh, it's going all right. It's going all right. I bought a um, uh, we bought a bread maker last oh, week. Okay, and so I'm 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 like the bread king now. I just make bread all day. That's what's, what I do. What's your best bread? <laughs> what's the best bread you make? Uh, banana bread. Banana is, bread. Fuck yeah, is the king at the moment. Yeah. Um, what just about- the standard like white loaf. I'm sort of still testing that, like how to get it good. Um changed up the recipe i've got some like uh a different type of milk in there now so some like buttermilk and it's better it's tasting better um yeah. so yeah still sort of playing around with that and i bought some more ingredients uh probably look into some like sourdough soon gotta get a uh, sourdough started start you're make- in san francisco gotta make that san oh, franciscan sourdough yeah <laughs> i think they give it to you when you move here yeah yeah, then and here's your starter. Uh, here's a jar of fucking yeast. It will expand without you doing anything about it. Yeah, yeah. just just remember to feed it. Keep feeding. Just it. keep feeding it. Yeah. Um. Nice. No, because I got sick of. I'm just like sick of running out of bread weight midway through the week and having to walk to the shops. That's just annoying. Oh, yeah. God forbid you get out of the house during lockdown. Any yeah. excuse. I mean, in, me. in this climate, yeah. Oh yeah. Is it too hot? No, I just mean, oh, you like mean where the, the the current pandemic climate. And, yes, yes, of course. Yeah, um, I like my sort of one trip to the shops a week. That's if we go. But uh, yeah, I'm always just run out of bread. So I was like, "Fuck it, we get a bread maker and hopefully never run out of bread anymore." Have you considered eating less bread? Not on the cards. Not I an eat, option. I eat bread every day. So, um, yeah, for my lunch for your lunch, I just yes. what bread and water. Sometimes water if I'm feeling special. Oh, but yeah. usually it's just bread. Just bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. For the most part, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, basketball's back tomorrow. That's exciting. Yeah, um, yep. they've gone. I think nearly a month now without a single person yep. being tested positive, which is interesting. Um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube uh, vlogs of players doing like. 10, 20 minute videos of them inside of the NBA bubble. It's pretty interesting. JaVale McGee's got to go on from the Lakers. Um, yeah, Does but he? it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's good stuff. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I watched a bunch of the practice games, like the scrimmages, really interesting setups going on there. Um, did I like- we talk about this last week or did I put it on? Tw- I think I put it on Twitter that the NBA was considering using um, like crowd noise from NBA 2K. Right. Yep. And they started doing that in the Lakers games that I was watching. Yep. Um, which is strange because like they've actually got someone t- like controlling it. Where- right. When when players get a um, when the home team gets like a bucket or something like that, then there's like clapping and cheering, and when they steal a you know steal a pass or it's the same sort of thing. Or if 
a player like if they like miss miss a shot on the other team or like there's all these different interactions that you can hear changing throughout what's going on which makes it really just really strange like it's not just constant crowd noise it's like crowd interacting with what's going on on the court like when someone steals a ball you hear the crowd making a noise of this as if that's happened yeah so, uh like I don't know if that's something that's going to tear across into the main games or if it's sort of like each broadcaster is doing their own thing but the the Lakers home games that I've watched are doing that uh they've also got like an interactive crowd in the background and I don't know how they've done that but it's like people sitting at their computers or something watching with headphones on and like a green screen behind them um anyway well, Terrence Ross was yeah, saying it, that, you know, like, without distractions in the stands, players are mm. going to get fucking super hot on the fucking, uh, like, free the, throw. on the free throw and, and, yeah, on the outside. Like, they just, they've got all this opportunity, you know, to to laser in, like, all of the minor distractions that will put someone off their game no longer exist anymore. And, mm. honestly, all I can think about was... The time that I was in uh, Shanghai at the NBA Global Game, and uh, and <laughs> fucking yeah. what's his name, Psycho uh, Psycho T was uh, T Hansborough. What Hansborough? Yeah, uh, was going for a three free throw, and me and fucking me and Alan Moore fucking stood up and clapped our bang sticks right as he fucking went up and uh, on the free throw on his second free throw. <laughs> And he looked like he was going to fucking murder us because he fucking bricked it. And because <laughs> in China, right, for reference, in China, nobody fucking does anything. Everyone sits super still during the free throw. And, like, the, it, it's it's evidently very disrespectful to deliberately throw some, some motherfucker off their game in the middle of a free throw. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we did it. And uh, we were not popular. We were sitting right behind them, like, literally behind the fucking hoop. They were not good seats except for... The fact that we were very close to the action and uh, we could fuck up free throws at will. People did not yeah. like us. They didn't like us. It was fucking hilarious. But yeah, like I've mm-hmm. seen it in action, you know, when they, when nobody, like, uh, fuck. who, who was it? Uh, it was the Rockets versus the Clippers and DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, because Blake Griffin was there. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Jordan was, was hitting his free throws that night and... He's not a bad free he's throw. He's good shit. now. He's he's definitely good now, but he wasn't good Back then. then. He wasn't. But he was good yeah. at, in China. He was hitting them in China. Uh and yeah. we, when we weren't doing anything to fuck him up cuz we like him. But uh yeah. Uh it was good. Tyler Hansbro. It's, it's yeah, I mean that's what it is. It's it's uh like mind games and you hear all these stories about players that are bad free throw shooters hitting like 75% of their shots at practice oh. and they get into the, you know, it was considered a proper game and they're like a 45% free throw shoot. It's like anyone can different. get a taste of this. You know, I think anyone can get a taste of this. Just play a competitive video game and be the last one left on, on your team, right? Be the last person left on your team and all you need to do, right? I like fucking me, right? Like me in Rainbow Six, right? I uh I I got two fucking aces in a row 
uh, the other day mm. in Rainbow Six. It was disgusting. I don't know what what had happened to the skill-based matchmaking, but I was playing against straight fucking potatoes, right? And, like, I was just fucking blapping these cunts from all over. I was pulling off shit that should yeah. never have worked in a million years. We're on house- uh, and I'm like throwing fucking C4 over fucking walls and is killing fucking like a Monty and a Blitz. Somehow it lands behind both of them and gets them like just fucking heinous shit, right? Two aces in a row and I had like I never used to do this shit, right? I, I've, I've always been a competent enough Rainbow Six game, uh, player. But now ever since I started muting every motherfucker in the game... I'm, I'm lasered in, right? Like, that's it. Everyone can see this mm. in action for themselves just by, like, witnessing the difference between realizing there are people watching and, like, you know, play fucking Warzone, right? And when you're the last one left on your fucking your squad and you know fucking Luke and Nate are fucking watching and they're definitely yapping the entire fucking <laughs> time and you're like, oh, God, just fucking hit... And then you fucking... I miss everything. Potatoes, potatoes. Yeah. Potato, potato. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. People, like, pressure is a huge thing. And mm. I don't think, like, I, I think NBA players being paid as much as they are are great evidence that, like, it's not something that you can just get over, right? Like, you just don't sure. overcome pressure. Like, certainly there are mother... Like, you know, the Kobe's of the world with fucking ice blood, ice cold blood in their veins who just never flinch, right? But yeah, there are others who are constantly, like the fucking gears are always turning and they're not turning, like, you know, I think the Kobe's used it to do the Batman thing, you know, anticipate every eventuality. And meanwhile, uh, the, the, the others are just sort of the gears are turning to anticipate every possible outcome of failure. And I think that, hmm. you know, obviously, yeah, you can get past it in some ways, but it's it's not something you can just mentally just do. You don't just do it yourself. You know, you need help. And, uh, yeah, some people will never fucking get over it. It's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. It's fucking fascinating. I mean, yeah. Anyway. I mean, like I, I saw them also doing the virtual crowd on the uh, behind the backboard as well. Because, oh, yeah. like, they might be facing, and, it and in. they're gonna. It looks like they're gonna be doing like home and away games as well. Because the Lakers were all set up in like the, all the Lakers stuff, all, all the colors, and they had like virtual cheerleaders and yeah, like the virtual crowd. And um, I, the thing I'm not sure about is what what they're doing with this crowd noise yet. We don't really yeah know because uh, the first couple of games that I watched. The first game that I watched mustn't have been a home game. I guess it was an away game. Um, and it was dead silent. Like, you could hear everything that was going on. And the second game, I'm like, there's, like, people cheering and stuff. What is going yeah. on? Um, and they've tried to, like, dampen that sound. So once we get into the actual games that start tomorrow, I'm interested to see if, what they're going to go with. Like, if it's just going to be different depending on who's broadcasting or if it's just going to be, like, a flat across the board having like trying to block as much noise out as you can um so anyway it's gonna be interesting see what happens hopefully they get through it but i'm still cautious you see some of the other sports leagues that have just like was it mlb that's like <laughs> had a bunch of teams that yeah contracted or? like full teams just, yeah yeah in, like 
eight players or something from one team. It was nuts. Um, but I guess that's the way uh, the world is at the moment. So hopefully, fingers crossed, the NBA can can sort it out. Because if I mean, if the NBA can't do it, then nobody's gonna <laughs> nobody's gonna get through this. No, because the, they're pretty progressive with this sort of stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, interesting times. Yep. Um. Anyway, should we talk about some games or yes. some TV shows about games? Because I uh, started watching Myth- Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Um, and you, you talked about this show a couple months back when it mm. hit, um, when it first hit Apple TV. Um, so I've been watching some Apple TV stuff recently. We kicked off with, with Mythic Quest, uh, which is a TV show from the creators of It's Always Sunny. Um, and set in a development studio, very similar to like a, a like a a Ubisoft sort of thing, and it's actually like the production team is Ubisoft. Uh, you would have seen this shown off last year at E3 when uh, Rob came up on stage and introduced the game and said that like we're working with Ubisoft and here's a quick trailer and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, but it, it's it's very much. Like I don't know, it's hard to. Des- I, I wouldn't. I th- I can't remember. It was you that described it as sort of like The Office. Um, it's not really like a mockumentary. It, like they're not engaging with the camera or anything like that. Um, but it's also a lot of it is very video game focused as well. Like a lot of the episodes are um very much in line with. It's not like they're doing things in an office and it's sort of the things that are happening around them. Like they focus pretty heavily on stuff like monetization in games and levels and things that are happening in the game and events around video games and that sort of stuff. So it's it's very much looking at like the culture of gaming and then having discussions around it and then like what is what's behind game development and at a very like high level as well like it doesn't go super deep into it there are a lot of gaming terminology that's thrown in there quite a bit that i was pretty surprised about um i enjoyed it it was a lot of fun um i'm definitely more interested to see what they do with like season two now that they've sort of got that out of the way and they can start fleshing out some of these characters a bit more and and maybe start expanding outside of the world of just focusing on video game stuff because I don't really know what uh, It's Away Sunny is like, but I assume it's not all about the bar every single episode, right? Kind of is. <laughs> really? I mean, they leave okay. the bar sometimes, but uh, yeah, it's mostly about the bar. But but there's stuff that happens in the bar that comes out. It's not about things that are going on like bar life. like Oh, no, 100%. But like... Yeah. Oh no! Like from that perspective, like the bar is just you know the the set. The set. Uh, yeah, but it's one. Whereas this doesn't feel like it's the set. It just feels like they're talking about video game stuff majority of the time and throwing in comedy things and. Well, I think I think yeah, like it's it's a classic season one situation, right? Where they're trying to work yeah. out exactly what works and what doesn't, <clears> and. They'll mm. no doubt go back and work out, you know, what were the most popular episodes and uh, and go from there. But, uh, yeah, I think my comparison to The Office is mostly around the, the you know, the structure of it. Obviously, it's not a mockumentary, but, like, the idea of, yeah. you know, there's a, a dickhole boss uh, who thinks he's great, the greatest thing uh, of all time and then, 
uh, you've got all of these people below him attempting to fucking deal with that. And it sort of revolves around how they deal with it and how the boss throws a spanner in the works by being himself every now and then. Hmm. But yeah, you're, have you finished the season? Yeah, we finished it. We binged it in a couple of days. Did you watch um, the quarantine episode? I did. That was pretty yep. good. Eh? I liked it. Um, yeah, so I've, I've noted down three episodes here that I really liked. Uh, I think episode three, uh, which is titled Dinner Party, is probably my favorite episode out of all of them. Um, this is one. This one's about a new feature that they're putting into the game. Um, and uh, earlier on, they set up this new item uh, in the series that they're introducing for monetization. And it turns out that um, a hate group has sort of taken this item and is doing like symbol symbols in there and, and they're a Nazi group. And so it's all about how to get rid of these Nazis and things like that. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really, uh, it's extremely funny. It's very funny, that episode. But also like things that we've talked about on this show of like, how do you get rid of like cheaters? It's like put all the cheaters in their own server. Mm. It's like they're, they're, they're talking about things like that in the solution to fixing a bunch of this stuff. Um, so I think that one is the best episode that I've seen out of the sort of, I think it's eight episodes that they've got, uh, nine episodes. Um, yeah, so I, I just really liked that one. That's when I was like, man, this is this is really good what they're doing here. It's, it's pretty funny. Um, and then episode five is called A Dark, Quiet Death. And it is completely separate from the basic entire series the, um it's the sort of like a s- main arc yeah like the, it's it's not set it in present day um the tone of it is completely different it's like you're watching a drama <laughs> as opposed to um a comedy series and it's um it stars uh what's his name jake jake johnson um and also uh uh, a film that we talked about last week was, which was Palm Springs. Uh, Kristen Milotti, I think her name was. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's her. So she was in Palm Springs. Um, and it's basically star- starring them two, talking about like the birth of this video game studio and sort of like the games that they make. Um, and it's yeah, it, I think it's one of the best, uh, maybe written shows that I've watched this year. It's ex- like it's extremely good. It's gotten like it's nothing to do with any of those other episodes that they tell, other than like every once in a while it's sort of referred to. But otherwise, it's sort of like a completely different thirty-minute sort of spin-off thing. Mm. Um, I just thought that was super fascinating because they don't explain sort of what's going on or anything. It just kind of just happens, and you watch it and it finishes. And you're like, wow, okay. That was something completely different. And that one's um, actually directed by Rob and uh, written by his sister. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, what, what did you think of that one in particular? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, it was very confusing uh, when yeah. it just sort of came up and then didn't link to literally any of the fucking show. But I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's good. I like it. Um, like, I, I like it despite it having no fucking connection uh and then later on you see i think if you look closely you can see how it is connected uh and i think that's very that like heightens how clever it is um Mm. yeah like comes back yeah yeah and there are seeds of it all throughout the the show the the season as it is 
But yeah. Yeah. But uh, and then the last but, one. But there was, was not the enough poppy episode. in that episode, so I, I didn't love it. Pop is the greatest. <laughs> yeah. It's- Who is um I guess she's not the main Rob would be the main, right? And then yeah. the character of Poppy, I'd say, would be the second lead yeah. of the series who is an Australian mm. um, and very Australian. So Yeah. They go yeah. hard um, on the accent. It's- and they throw in like every once in a while, like an Australian joke in there. <laughs> yeah. Like- and then uh, <laughs> Cricket, they- David Hornsby, uh, the producer. Um, yeah. He, he like co-created the show with Rob. He's Cricket from mm. Always Sunny. He's fucking hilarious as well. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the quarantine episode, which aired recently, uh, looks like May. Um, so they filmed this during lockdown mm-hmm. and it's, it's basically entirely set in a, uh, like a, a zoom call or some sort of like, uh, video conferencing call. Um, and yeah, I thought that one was really good as well. Very funny. Mm. Some cool stuff going on there. So, I'm I'm interested to see like what happens in this next season because like there aren't a lot of comedy TV shows that really start off that are find their footing. Um, yeah, even what we do in the shadows, I think it, it's fine. But like season two is where it gets really good. Uh, and and what we do in the shadows had the benefit of you know the movie as well. It's based off film. Yeah, so. Yeah, it, it had the opportunity to sort of work a lot of that stuff out prior to that. And then all they had to do was really nail down what they loved about the new characters. Um, mm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I, like I, I can't think of a... I can't think of a fucking... Like what we do with this in, in the shadows is probably the closest I can think of. Uh, to a, a comedy that has a season, uh, first season. Oh no, corporate. Corporate is the office is like that as well. No, nah. like the the US offices. Sorry, no. Nah. The US office is nah. way too close to the original. Like, well, for the first like half of it is like nearly identical. The first two episodes are fucking identical, uh, and then like halfway yeah. through, they're still really leaning heavily on the UK shit. And by the end of it, uh, is that the fucking the party is the end of the first season. It makes me. I mean, up. the first season is very much like it trying to find its foot. Oh right, th- no, is. I'm trying to think yeah. of fucking comedies with seasons that fucking nail it in the first one. And corporate and oh, okay. what we do in the show is probably the fucking closest I can think of. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, I like li- I liked season one of what we do, but yeah, um, I think season two is so much better. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's excellent. Anyway, uh, yeah, my point is that I'm. Um, now, because it got renewed, um, so I'm very keen to see what they they end up doing with that, and whether or not like they bring in someone like Charlie Day to play an, a character or like a because he's he's he works on it. He's just yeah. not in it. Yeah, so, I'd love to see. I don't know. I'd love to see him on it. And tennis. Yeah. And uh, and T. <laughs> Actually, speaking of T, um, I watched her show. Uh, um, what's it called? Flipped, which is on Quibi, 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 Quibi. I don't know. Quibi, Quibi. It's, it's Quibi. I've never seen an ad for it, so I don't know how the fuck to say it. Um, they have ads over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, flipped. Yeah, there's one season out. It takes about, I don't know, 100 minutes to watch the entire season because each episode's only like super short, like eight minutes or some shit. Uh, it's not bad. It's okay. It's pretty funny. It's really weird. I think it is a great example of how the format uh, significantly uh, uh, damages uh, what could otherwise... Like, if this were if these were 22-minute episodes, um, yeah. I think the show would be really good because they'd actually be able to explore some stuff and maybe fucking take a moment to let a, a joke land. But instead, mm-hmm. uh, they, they've got... They, they can either start a thread and then drop it out of nowhere. Like, for for example, uh, Eva Longoria is in it. And okay. uh, and she clashes with uh, Caitlin Olsen, D from Always Sunny. She's the, like, female lead in the show. Uh, she clashes, like, those two clash, Eva Longoria and Caitlin Olsen clash, right? And then that's about, I don't know, fucking 30 seconds of one episode and then... I don't think you see her again. <laughs> like, it's just like, well, that's... We don't have time to explore where that's going. Let's just fucking move on. Uh-huh. And, like, they jump ahead fucking 18 months. And you're like, yeah, there probably would have been something funny in some of that. But I guess we'll just fucking move on. Uh, and, yeah, they just fucking leap through all these things. And, you know, like, wow. If this was... If this is 22 minutes long, it might actually be... Good, but instead it's eight, and it's kind of shit. Uh, <laughs> right. It's it's literally just just <laughs> enough time to do the gags, and they're funny. Like it's yeah. it's funny. It's just narratively garbage. Uh, and meanwhile, but, you take like, something that like is that medium. Yeah, that's that platform. That's what they're going. But for. that's the thing, right? Like Eagle Heart uh, was, you know, Adult Swim, Swim does all these like ten minute long shows, uh, and. Sure. Like, uh, yeah, Eagle Heart is a great example um, of a 10-minute long show where if it was any longer, you'd be like, no, no, I don't think so. Uh, I wouldn't watch this. Uh, But because it's only 10 minutes, you're like, I'm going to watch all of this. And it is hysterical, but also the dumbest fucking shit you've ever seen. Um, And what else is there? Children's Hospital is only 10 minutes. Like, there are ways to do it. And it feels like... I don't know. The whole fucking platform feels like a a thing where they never really worked out. They were just like, oh, yeah, we'll greenlight anything. Didn't they spend like $2.7 billion on this? They spent a fuckload of money on it, yeah. yeah. And it seems like what they did is they bought, a, they greenlit a bunch of regular ass shows. And then they're like, oh, by the way, it's only eight minutes. And... Some of these shows must have just like grabbed the scripts and like picked pages out at random and just been like, "It's the summarize button in Microsoft Word." Yeah, that they use. yeah that's what it is. <laughs> what? Here's our new script. Perfect, easy. Oh wait, this one's still too long. Let's summarize it Summon- again. <laughs> Double summarize. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Anyway, that's the TV podcast. That is it. Um, should we talk about some games now? Let's kick off with Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I'm still playing that. Um, I got a new stance, a ghost stance. Have you seen this one yet? Where no, I haven't made it up. You basically, um, uh, either when you kill a, a, a leader or you take uh, down a certain amount of enemies without getting hit, then you enter this like ghost mode and it like sort of, 
changes the screen color and every time you kill someone it's like a one-shot kill and the screen like flashes red uh yeah just like really surprising because i've spent a lot of time in that game and it's just throwing like another thing at me that i haven't mm. seen before i feel like maybe that's the last one <laughs> it's gonna do though because uh, yep. i'm still like halfway through act two at this stage um and i just wanted to bring up a tweet that i remember seeing during the week from a uh, lead game designer mm. at uh, avalanche studios who talked about um i don't know if you saw this one going around but basically like reviewers didn't give sort of like enough praise to the game saying that it wasn't innovative and um yeah and basically like i guess his point was that reviewers kind of just passed it off as being pretty generic i don't know and i don't agree with that statement at all considering the game is like a like a mid 80s on metacritic i thought that game maybe in my opinion got too much uh praise like not not too much praise i mean like it's too high in where i would rank it uh in a review scale but i i don't think i saw people being out there like saying that it was an innovative i think it was more like a the innovation in the game was sort of picking certain areas and being like oh we're going to do this and then other areas we're like man there's like assassin's creed i guess is going to be the main example i point to here but like they fix that sort of thing games and games ago um so like the way that the game ghost of tsushima doesn't have like a, a like a waypoint system or a, like a, a thing on the screen that is telling you which way to go uh, rather than having a marker it's like oh the wind direction will show you where you should be running and i think that is really cool although sometimes stylistically it sort of brings you out of that moment i think they go a little bit too hard on it on some situations i don't like the the like really hard white uh wind effect that they throw in there every once in a while and it just kind of brings you out of that moment but i do like the um like where am i supposed to go like i think it's one of the few games where i don't have to bring up the map all the time and be like oh, am i going the right direction uh okay cool this is the right way and also by having that hud be so clean like they don't need a map on the screen or a mini map because it's just it's basically there's no there's nothing on the screen while you're riding around. It's mm. only when you get in a fight where it brings brings up like your um your little hut elements, but otherwise everything is extremely clean. And the way that you know where you're going is by looking at the wind direction. I think it does an excellent job at like that sort of thing. But then you go into other areas and it's like they the the, the one that I think of the most is the that you're in a quest or a mission and you go to a, too far away from where you're supposed to be and it's like you need to get back into this area and you get like a countdown i don't know if you've seen this a bunch but i yep. have yep. and it, it really brings you out of it because you feel like i remember one mission I, I was in and i was actually in like a enemy encampment and it wanted me to go a specific way but i was like oh no i'm gonna go around this side and explore over here and i was literally still in the camp maybe 10 meters from where i was like or i just got given the objective mm. and i walked a different direction and it was like no no you're going the wrong way and it flashed up on the screen like you've got 10 seconds left and i'm like that is yeah. like i had it when like, i was who like who does that i like jumped in and like there was like a two-stage like camp i can't remember who mm. i think it was for um the the chick whose family got murdered murdered and like i, I fucking like belted through murdered everyone and uh i like just finished stabbing this fuck the like chief 
to death and I've got to go to the next area. And I haven't even looted. Yeah. I haven't had the opportunity. Like, I have caused so much carnage and all I did was, like, just fucking, like, come get it. Like, let's 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 just fucking do this shit all at once and it's fucking kill, 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 kill. And then I turned back to go, like, loot the dudes who were just back down the path a bit that I'd, like, murdered first. And I uh, got the, yeah, you're heading in the wrong direction. Turn back. You've got hmm. 10 seconds. I'm like, hold up. Like, do I get to fucking, do I get to loot these motherfuckers or do I have to just fucking yeah. push forward? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, yeah, ludicrous. Or when you're going from point A to point B and you're with somebody and you see like a bamboo tree on the, not on the path, but outside the path. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah. I'll try and ride off and get that. And it's like, you must return to your follower. And it's like, oh, yeah. all right. Like, sorry, I can literally see the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like that sort of stuff where like, I think there is innovation in that game. Mm. Um, the, the way that it dishes out uh, side missions and like, it doesn't feel like I'm overwhelmed by all this stuff on the screen. Like it, I think it does that really well. When you go into a, uh, one of your camps and you talk to somebody and they give you like a rumor and, and you, you can go do that mission now or like they'll sort of uncover parts of the map like that stuff is really cool but then there's there's other things in the game that they haven't taken innovation that other games have done hmm. in an open world genre and uh haven't run with that so i think it's completely unfair to say that reviewers like to call out reviewers and saying you know they haven't given this game enough praise and all that sort of stuff uh, i just completely do not agree with that statement at all yeah, that's ludicrous. I didn't see this, but fuck that. I, I saw that it had like five or six thousand likes and twelve hundred retweets or something like that a couple of days back. Um, and maybe I'm reading into it too much. Maybe he 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 just meant purely. I don't know where he's read these reviews. Obviously, it could have just been one person. I don't know, but I think it's un unfair to call out reviewers and say that labeling Ghost of Tsushima is not innovative is not cool. Uh, but, um. Anyway, like that, that's just like there's a bunch of stuff that I think the game does extremely well, but then it just hasn't learned from some of the stuff we've seen where like it sort of pushes the genre forward in certain ways, but also it hasn't taken what your Assassin's Creed's have done. And I've gotten bored with like it that. in the exact same way that I got bored with the old versions of Assassin's Creed. Right. Like how many times have you followed Footprints? Right? It's, it feels like it's every second mission for me. Yeah. Where I have to follow footprints in the ground. Right? Or, like, uh, how the fuck are there hard fail stealth missions in this game? How the fuck are there hard fail stealth missions in any game anymore? Hmm. But, no, they exist. Uh, and, yeah, you got to fucking... You got to deal with that. That, they, like... Fuck that shit. Are you fucking kidding? I cannot believe I still have to go through that shit. I've hated it since 2007. Since I first started right. doing this shit. That's fucking bananas. I'm just fucking... Yeah, like, it does... Some of the stuff it does has been fixed for so fucking long that it, it is crazy to think that it still exists. And yeah, like like I said, I I've stopped playing it. Pretty much, I'm bored of it in the exact same way that I got bored of Assassin's Creed games. Uh, mm. Eventually, the the loop is laid bare, and you're like, "Well, all right, 
I do want to know how this story ends, but yeah. I don't really want to repeat the same four actions uh, until I get there, you know? Uh, it seems like you can mainline it pretty easily, though. Like, those those gold quests, you can kind of just go for them yeah. <laughs> straight away. Because, yeah. like, like, just list them out to you. Here's what the things you want to do. And if you do them, that's cool. And these are on the map. We'll show exactly what, where they are. Yeah. But also... If you explore a little bit, you can go and do these other things as well. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that that's kind of cool that you can kind of just mainline it if you want to. So, yeah, I'm still having fun with it. I just wish that it wasn't so front-loaded in, like, I feel like I've gotten most of the stuff that the game is trying to give me. I'm just accumulating skill or technique points now and chucking them into, you know, wherever I want to go. There's, like, a, a bunch of different stance trees that you can put points into there's stealth trees that you can put stuff into which i'm not bothering because i think the stealth is terrible um i'm focusing all on like damage and mm. stances but it just seems like i've unlocked like that 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 new stance that i got that's not actually you can't you don't really know what's coming yeah um it is it is in one of the trees but it's kind of hidden you don't actually know it's a stance that seems like the last thing because there's nothing else in any of those trees that i can see um, I still have fun with the game. I'm just like, I, I just wish it was a lot better than what it is. Um, there's just too many things there. I'm like, oh, this is a bit old. It feels like a old take. But uh, you know, I'd definitely be interested to see what they do if if they made a sequel. Like what that would look like. Like the mistakes they'd learn from it, and just how that sort of thing evolves. Because I think it's a decent, like it's a decent game. I enjoy it, but just. Oh yeah, I, I think it, I think I definitely expected. think it's a good game, uh, yeah. but like you said, yeah, it makes mistakes that have been, and uh, I think I just don't have the patience uh, hmm. for it. To be honest, um, I could like yeah, I think the biggest my the worst thing is that I'm not going to see how it ends. Uh, I could probably screw all it up and watch some fucking highlight videos on YouTube, I guess, but. Generally, I don't roll that way. Um, yeah. yeah, anyway. They added a, an easier mode. I don't know if that is something you could look at. Uh, I don't think it's going to matter. Like, my problem isn't that the combat is difficult to the point. Like, it is... The, my problem is that, like, the combat is simplistic enough. Like, you know, I, I think I've been over this before, but, like, the, there's a difference between simple and uh, easy... And, uh, yeah, it's not that it's not easy. It's just simple uh, when I've dropped it to the difficulty that I have. And when I raise it above that difficulty, I find it uh, tedious, frustrating, not yeah. difficult, just annoying when things I know should have worked don't work or when I get killed because of things outside of my control. I just... I, mm-hmm. I don't want, like, yeah, I find that frustrating and I've got no fucking patience for being frustrated in that way. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to Superhot Mind Control Delete. Um, I'm still playing this. I jumped in the last couple of days, did some missions, jumped in today, did some more missions. Um, have you managed to check out any more of it? I've, I've seen you played a lot more than me, <laughs> like at least two more hours. Well, like, because I had, you know, in early access and all that kind of stuff, I don't know if I can continue to play this game. 
Uh, first things first, last week we were talking about, I was talking about how I had three hearts and you had two hearts. I always tell what my mistake was. Uh, I thought, I didn't realize you were selecting a core until I got the next core. I thought you just, those those were the cores <laughs> that you were, were using. Yeah. Uh, and it just didn't occur to me that I was never able to fucking teleport accounts. But um, yeah, like, anyway, um, I can't stand any of the meta narrative in this game. And every time it happens, I turn the fucking game off. Like, I just don't, I'm like, oh, do I really have to go through this? <laughs> just to, cool. Well, I don't want to fucking play anymore. Like, I, it is so fucking on the nose. It is so fucking like philosophy 101 pretentious horseshit. And I've got just zero zero time for it i do not fucking care and every time no oh, yeah okay uh, well i've got to walk up this corridor and it's gonna fucking walk me back a bunch of steps yeah, yeah cool well thanks for nothing like uh, i guess i'm done then none of this shit existed in early access sadly this game was better in early access in my opinion it was better when none of this fucking garbage existed super hot the fucking concept behind super hot gets in the way of the gameplay of super hot 100 i don't i can't actually recall a game where this has happened like with this has been more prominent where the uh everything around a game has gotten more in the way of the game itself mm. like it is ludicrous i fucking hate it like you finish a series of levels and it throws you back to the main menu and you've got to go into the game again and then up those levels like you've got a like a bunch of menus it's yeah. just like <laughs> why couldn't i just be where i was before right it's oh yeah oh um you shouldn't be playing this game okay fair enough cunts i won't uh my my only regret is that you have my money for this like that's about it yeah, because you you kicked it on a, a Kickstarter. Um, yeah, backed it on a Kickstarter. Backed sorry, it, yeah. not because it is a free update, but you're the one that gave the money, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's like cool. Well, fuck it. Anyway, hmm. yeah, I, I got a bunch of new abilities uh, today and yesterday. One of them is like when you get a headshot, the bullet follows oh, to yeah. another target, and yeah, like that's the one I was automatically doing last hits week. Yeah. That one's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. what I'm using at the moment. And the other one was that I just got um, where people can't like melee you or like close combat. And so you kind of just take the damage, I guess. It's it's helpful for the guys that explode when you kill them and they just kind of like a bunch of ricochets will just come out of them and you're kind of trying to dodge oh, them. Oh, you don't, yeah, so you don't take one. any damage at, at close range. Yeah. Right. Never use uh, it. But otherwise, yeah. Um, I'm still sort of working my way through that game. Um, I'm enjoying like parts of it. Like like I said last week, it's the kind of game where I'll jump in and I'll play 30 minutes. Mm. I'll do like two levels and I'm out. <laughs> like I can't sit there any longer than that. It's just, it's too much. Um, anyway, we've got next up a couple of your games here. Oh yeah? Call of Duty. Call of Duty, Warzone. Oh my god, I actually played regular war oh, Call of Duty for a bit, Luke. Yeah, I had to get three right. kills while sliding. 
okay. three kills with a knife while sliding. Uh, and I had to do that in 15 different games. Uh, and uh, Nate worked out a great way to do it. Um, you load up shipment 24-7 and you just do it there. Uh, the only problem is, uh, yeah, I ran into like a couple of games. Not every game, but like my first couple of games, I think my first two games had the majority of players were using the fucking auto shotgun. And like, honestly, if your idea of a good time is to load up shipment 24-7 and equip an auto shotgun and then like <laughs> run around spamming nonstop, like... Fucking hell. You depress me. Yeah, I like I just I just it makes me really sad on the inside. Uh like at, at the core of my being, you make me really sad. Yeah. Uh because what the fuck are you doing with your life? I don't want to go all Joe Rogan here, but like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um so sliding up on people to uh stab them. Uh, with a knife is extremely yeah. difficult when they have an auto shotgun, uh, especially when they're on console and the fucking auto aim helps them fucking track you past the slide. But uh, after that, yeah, I just want to fucking, I managed to get it done. Um, it was tedious as fuck and I hated every sec single second of it. I, you know what I don't understand is how does a map like shipment exist in Call of Duty? How does a map like that exist? The amount of times I got killed, like as I was spawning, like literally spawning in uh, and taking damage while spawning and then unable to take a single step before I was dead. And there is supposed to be spawn protection, but it just doesn't work sometimes. How does that exist? How does a fucking multi-million dollar fucking franchise, a fucking billion dollar franchise have mm. A, the worst map in all of history and B <laughs> like such sloppy fucking coding that it doesn't even fucking work the way it's supposed to such sloppy fucking respawns that you can literally respawn in front of people or have people respawn in front of you. Uh, like what I like is that like when I'm being fucking murdered because there's a fucking helicopter just shooting where I'm standing before I fucking spawn. Right. When I die to that, that's, you know, spawn protection doesn't work. But when some dude spawns in front of me, right, and I've got a knife out and I start stabbing him and it does nothing and he turns around and shoots me. Yeah, no, that's when spawn protection is fucking banging. It's fucking popping off at that moment. Perfect. Yeah, no, just a really fucking well-made game, you know? Like, I feel like they really earned their billion dollars. Uh, anyway... So, uh, apart from, yeah, like, Modern Warfare Basic Multiplayer is the worst of all time. Uh, and Warzone, I haven't played in fucking forever, but Nate had this uh, idea. I think he must have gotten it. I think he watch a lot, watches a lot of, like, YouTubers and stuff. He must have gotten from one of them. I, I think I miscredited him on Twitter <laughs> uh, as inventing the meta. But uh, I didn't mean to. I just don't... I'm not aware of where metas are coming from, I guess. Anyway, the idea is uh, you equip a shield and a knife, uh, but we upgraded to the Kali sticks, uh, and uh, you murder cunts nonstop, and it is fucking phenomenal. It is hilarious. It is the most disgusting shit you've ever seen in your life. Like, people just fucking... Holy shit. Uh, people, like, just die. They fucking can't do anything about it, right? If they... 
like obviously over, you know, it's the same thing that you've always said. Uh, and it's even more true uh, when you've only got Kali sticks. Uh, if there's any kind of range involved, uh, it is exceptionally difficult to do anything to the other party. But if it gets, if, if it's close quarters, you're fucked. Like everyone who comes up against this in close quarters dies without fail. They hmm. can't stop it. We, we've been doing like fucking 25, 26 kill games uh, as a pair. Like, because, yeah, we just like, we bounce from close quarters area to close quarters area. And if we get caught in the midst, in the middle, uh, running out in the open, we just fucking shield up and fucking sprint for cover. We get in cover. They hunt us down. And once they get in the fucking building, they're dead. Every single fucking time. They get stunned. They get thermoted. They get bashed to death. Uh, stick, 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 stick. Stick, stick, stick. We've been like third partied and fourth partied and it doesn't matter. Like they're dead. Like it is ridiculous. I've never seen anything so revolting in my life. You can't do anything about it. Uh, you Like, yeah. You, even like when you've got the sticks on, we've been like, you. it still blocks damage. So if you need to make that last five meter push, you run, jump and turn to block the bullets and then turn back and fucking snap them. And it works. It is disgusting. Uh, so yeah, more evidence that the shield is heinously broken, uh, but also <laughs> a lot of fun, hideously fun. Uh, I don't know how, again, I don't know how... Uh, yeah, this exists in the game. Like, there's no been no balancing to rectify this situation because I, I still believe the shields are way too powerful. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, the other thing I noticed is uh, I think we got fucking like, you know, we've been getting 26 kill games, but um, more recently, I, I think our last game yesterday was like a 18 kill game. And uh, the 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 lower numbers, I think, are because we're coming up against uh, our skill based matchmaking is rising. We we didn't like we didn't place out of the top ten, uh, except for we like we had one game where we placed out. We kind of just fucking uh, we potatoed. We like landed at superstore. Uh, we got a couple of kills and then like got fucking jumped. And then we mm. decided to go back to Superstore when we won the Gulag, and it was just not a good idea. Um, so, yeah, we, I think we placed like 26th on that one. But after that, yeah, like outside of that, we haven't placed outside of the top 10. And like, I think 90% of them are top three. And sorry, our skill based matchmaking has been climbing, climbing, climbing. And we started seeing hackers. And before that, we weren't seeing any hackers. And all we were seeing was were these potatoes but what i've noticed is when you're in the low skill based matchmaking pool people are having fun and when you're in the high skill people are not having fun that's what i i think i've noticed right because <laughs> yeah. when we were like running up on motherfuckers and beating them to death with sticks you and you hear their comms they are cackling they're fucking losing their minds they think it's the funniest shit <laughs> of all time. And then you get to like the high, the last game we played um, when we got 18 kills, 
everyone was so fucking salty. Like, they're like, oh, keep it, dog. And then, like, cut off. Or, the fucking bullshit with the fucking cut off. Or, shield cut fucking. And you're like, what is, I'm going to go back to the, like, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose on purpose. But I, I would like to go back to the school-based matchmaking pool where everyone was having a, a good time. Be like, this guy's just... Or... And you're like, these people down here seem fun. These people up here seem like they're not having like as much fun as 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 the people who are losing a lot. And uh, yeah, mm. it's, it's pretty weird. But uh, yeah, I kind of... Well, I mean, yeah. Obviously, slapping Bambinos is more fun than, than you know, having to get as sweaty as the least sweaty person in a um, sweaty server. But yeah, anyway, uh, um, yeah. I ha- I've definitely noticed. Yeah, there there seems to be a point where people really stop having fun, and uh, yeah, the matchmaking seems to be tied to it, which is a shame. Uh, but I can relate to it because God knows I've been, I've raged out at games before. So what can you do? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to jump in and check out this. Uh, oh yeah. The Kali sticks. Try and get them. Oh, it's it's going to suck. It's so much fucking shit. I'm the, pretty good. It's, it's taking 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Come on. <laughs> you talk about this next game and I'll go get them. Just give me one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, what else we got? Uh, Caves of Quad. Cud, I guess? Yep. I don't know. Um, I grabbed this game. I saw a big fucking update coming for it. Uh, and it reminded me a lot of a game I played growing up called Excelsior. Uh, and uh, except this is a roguelite. Um, I actually really appreciate the ASCII style, you know, the, you know, the original rogue slash net hack style um roguelites uh and this one is apparently extremely story based and uh like very complex uh and has a lot going like on and into it and i was mostly like what what appealed to me the most was the techno fantasy mashup style uh thing that that it has going on um it's like uh you know it's a fantasy world, uh, but with technology, you know, sci-fi, sci-fantasy, I guess is, is the uh, term. Uh, yeah, robots and cyborgs and like augments and cyberpunk type shit, uh, but also magic and goblins and um, orcs and shit. And uh, yeah, that, that sort of really appealed to me. Um, and I jumped in to check it out and uh i was almost immediately fucking off it and i think my problem is that it reminds me of the fucking uh malazan that's steven erickson fucking series uh malazan the malazan series i can't fucking remember the full fucking title malazan let's just pop pop fucking quick google search book of the fallen malazan book of the fallen my problem with malazan uh, the reason I stopped fucking getting into it was because it was so fucking dense. Like, so there's so much to fucking learn, like just to get to a base level. 
Like Malazan mm. opens on some shit like you've never fucking heard before. And you're like, holy shit, yeah, this sounds fucking cool. And you're like on some fucking, I think you're on like a fucking battlefield and like everyone's getting fucking murdered by some crazy fucking dogs and the dog turns into a person or something and they go into a portal or something and the twin gods of luck come help someone with a coin or something and then you're like, cool this all sounds cool uh i have like i I, i'm i'm fucking about this so let's just check and like you fucking you're like two pages in and you're like hold up is the rest of this this book's like 700 words uh pages long is the rest of this like this like is this fucking is this, is it that condensed? Like, not condensed. Like, is that that dense? Like, fucking, I'm learning, like, the fucking, these dudes are the gods of luck, and this guy has his <laughs> friends with the gods of luck, and this guy's a dog or something, and, like, uh, I think this guy's the bad guy, or maybe now we're in a fucking castle or something, and something's happened over here, but this guy died, and I think this guy's a fucking marionette doll? I don't, I'm not sure. And you're like, all right, well, I can't fucking do this. Uh, I can't, like, it's not going to work. I don't have the attention span <laughs> for this, I'm afraid. Yeah. I need the movie. Where's uh, the movie? Where's the, where's the Quibi version? Give me the Quibi <laughs> yeah. version. Uh, no, um, yeah, like, I just, I just couldn't fucking do it. And I feel that they're very similar in Caves of Quad. Or cut or whatever the fuck. Uh, because, yeah, like, you start off and it's like, make a character. I'm like, okay, I'll make a character. And it's got, like, the full regular, like, D&D style. You know, you select, you add points into all your attributes. And you're like, uh, it'll be like, intelligence helps you with uh, mutations based on the mind. And uh, hmm. also this and this and this and this. And you're like... I'm tracking how much now? And that's just one of the eight things you can put stuff into. And you're like, and you go down the list and you're like, well, I don't fucking know where to put any. I don't know how to, why would I know where to put any of these fucking, I'll just fucking put points. I'll put even points across the board. And then it's like, you should start in this place. And you start in this place and you go talk to a dude and you got to fucking press L and then, mouse over or sorry cursor over him with the direction pads uh to have a look at him and he's the warden and blah 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 and people in this city don't trust him because he stole all their like sheep or something and uh you would never be able to defeat him in a fight and uh people in this city love him because he's revered for being a protector and you're like what am i supposed to do with this information what does any of this mean to me that's the tutorial town. And all it does, all it tells you is uh, make sure you look at people and go talk to this merchant guy to go get some basic goods. It doesn't tell you what basic goods are or what you need. Uh, it just tells you to go get some. And you're like, uh, I am not equipped to do this uh like i feel like you'd need a fucking university course just to start playing this fucking thing like you'd need mm. fucking four terms at least 
uh, of study. Because, like, all throughout this, like, you, you pick, I, I skipped over picking a perk, but, like, sometimes some of the perks, like, if you get horns on your head, goat people will really like you. And you're like, is that something I want? Do I want goat people to really like me? Uh, or if yeah. you get, like, stone arms, rock people will really... And you're like, are there rock people? Is this a fucking... Is this useful? Like, I've got no fucking idea. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, it's very... Like, it's just... It's too much, and there's no fucking... There's no fucking introduction. There's not... Like, not even a fucking... Like, to, to say it's the tutorial town is to dramatically oversell it like yeah yeah i got i'm just way out of my depth and i like you're way out of your depth before you've even started your first character and i think that yeah. might not be the best plan <clears throat> i've ever heard um, like back in the day where you'd you'd buy a, a pc game and it would come with a thick like, yeah. 80 page book and you'd read the book on the way home in the car, and then by the time you got home, you like you knew a bunch of stuff, and you start the game, and exactly, like, I'm ready to play Civilization now. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can, but, but I, there's no book. There's no book. I've got no book, and I, it feels like if this was a book, it would be written by Steve Erickson, and it would be as dense as the Malazan series. Uh, and I'd be like, well, I got no fucking idea. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, that's Caves of Quad. I didn't really play it all that much. Cool. Um, next up, you got Idol Slayer. This is one that I saw on Steam as well, but I haven't checked it out yet. What do you think? What, I, what is it, I guess? I've been playing it on my phone. It is an idle, uh, idle, I don't know, adventure game sort of. Uh, it's like you've got a little guy. He's always running sideways. Uh, look. Yep. Uh, he's always running and uh, you tap the screen to make him jump, and you collect the coins. Right. And uh, yeah. sometimes there's enemies for you to chop, and that is about it. Uh, mm -hmm. Over enough time, you upgrade your weapons, and that earns you more, like that earns you passive gold. Uh, you upgrade your items, and you get all kinds of all these little things that you upgrade. And it's basically just an idle game in that sense. Yeah. Um, but did, sorry, did you pay for it on the phone, or is it no free? Free. Okay, so it's uh, paper on PC. Right. Um, it's ad-supported, but it just seems to be ads. Like, I think you get, like, a bonus amount of passive income when you're true idle. You know, uh, when you're when the application is off, mm -hmm. the, you get, like, passive income. Yeah. Uh, and I think you get bonus if you watch an ad points yep. off um so uh yeah uh it gets interesting when you prestige because uh, you get these points and you can invest these points into different areas uh and they alter like you get like a percentage increase to your gains just by prestiging so um you got these these points every every time you kill an enemy uh you get a soul and once mm -hmm. you get like a hundred souls, uh, you get like one percent extra to your prestige, and right. obviously the number of souls required goes up over time uh, as you progress. Um, but also the other thing is uh, each of these percentage points 
also links into this uh, sort of skill tree and the skill tree allows you to augment in different directions and you get to make the decisions on how that augment works. Um, and you can sort of tailor it to your style of gameplay. So I've put a bunch of points into maximizing my idle time so that, you know, obviously my I can make a lot of progress while I'm not actually playing it, um, which I think makes sense based on the way I play idle games. And I think that's pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, I do. I haven't hit a wall yet. It seems to be pretty, uh, like, consistent with its progress, and I think it works out pretty good. Uh, I definitely recommend it as a phone game. I think it works really well as a phone game. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's um it's about four or five bucks at the moment on Steam. It's on sale because it only just came out about two days ago. But uh, right. yeah, I might check it out on the phone. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Next up, we've got a game that I was playing called Kill It With Fire Heatwave. Right. Uh, this is a demo that's currently available because the full game comes out uh, soonish, and it's basically like a a game where you're in a house uh, and you're looking for spiders, and you have to kill spiders using the various objects around you or uh, things that you find, and, and as you kill the spiders, you unlock uh, new weapons and and things like that, and open uh, different doors in this room that you're in. Until eventually you kill a certain amount of spiders and they'll let you escape the room. And that's kind of like the level. Uh, and there's a bunch of levels in the, the demo that they've got. I think it's about three. Um, and as you jump into each level, you've got like a, a checklist that you need to work your way through. It could be something basic like kill 10 spiders. Um, and so you've got to go through this house and pick up objects and you can interact with them and spin them around. And sometimes there's a spider on the back of them and uh, they'll try and run away and crawl on the floor and go and hide somewhere else. Um, So it's just about like finding these spiders and and dealing with them. Um, And then there's other objectives that it kind of throws at you as well. Some of them are secret. Um, Some of them require you like to do a certain amount of things before it kind of triggers or they'll just be hidden around the environment. You kind of find them written down somewhere you pick them up and it adds it to your objective list uh and so yeah you eventually can check everything off um go to the next level and then there's also like a like a skill point system as well that you get after completing objectives and on the main menu you can go level up those uh skills and abilities um very basic sort of game it's just pretty much killing spiders different types of spiders uh you will interact with it's like a very basic like one shot kill sort of spider and then there's ones where you'll kill one and a bunch of little spiders come out of them i saw one that uh one that jumps at you so you'll love that one it's a jumping spider um there's like a camouflage spider and it will sort of take on the same color as the objects that it's on so it kind of makes it a little bit harder to see right but otherwise you're kind of just running around killing spiders with these weird objects and um you know you get like a you could pick up like a book or uh you get like a frame pan later on uh, and then it starts going really crazy with like hairspray flamethrower shotguns machine guns and it kind of just escalates from there um but yeah it, it's it's pretty cool like it's a it's a very cool sort of short demo game um i am 
curious to see like what that full game sort of looks like because um i had like i had fun playing yeah what i played but i don't know if it will like translate well to a full game like an actual paid game um the sort of it's about 15 bucks surgeon simulator conundrum yeah yeah and then like because like like those three levels kind of had some cool things to drag you in and sort of like oh here's some new weapons and new ways to deal with stuff but like how many levels are there like how much does it escalate is it's kind of just the same thing over and over again um yeah that's kind of where i'm interested to see if it can sort of last a little bit longer than what it is but otherwise it's a pretty cool demo um it's a really interesting like game there's not like it, there's not a lot of games i've seen sort of like this where you sort of um what's that like a uh fuck i can't think of it um like an object finding game um we used to play we played a couple of them uh we like the bush the shrubbery um um that was suicide survival yeah, what do you prop what do you hunt. call those prop hunt. types of games? Prop hunts. Yeah, it's it's sort of like a prop hunt type of thing, but you're not looking for weird, mysterious props. You're looking for spiders on objects, and like yeah. while they're hiding around the environment, like you'll pick up a a, a, a like a, a frame on the wall with a picture, and you turn it around, and there's a fucking spider on it. Um, or you like you open up a drawer, or lift up like a uh, a pillowcase from the bed, and there's a spider under it just sitting there, like that sort of stuff. And eventually, like you just tear apart these rooms. There's just stuff everywhere. You're picking up TVs, throwing TVs around, throwing bookcases, uh, setting things on fire, and all that sort of stuff. So um, it's sort of like a prop hunt without the multiplayer side. You're kind of just looking for the things in the environment. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I had fun with it. It's on Steam. If people want to check it out, it's a free demo. It's cool. called uh, "Kill It with Fire Heatwave," and uh, I think it's due out uh, quite soon for full release. I feel like uh, launch date and new demo. It's launching August thirteenth, so right in about two weeks. Cool. Yep. And that was that. What else we got here? Uh, Blightbound. Do you want to? Lightbound. This, this one, uh, about. so this was uh, this was was it open beta, closed beta, closed beta. Um, last weekend, and uh, it's a it's a three player co op, I guess dungeon crawler, like side scrolling yep. dungeon crawler. Uh, like, like a, like a beat em up, um, like fucking Golden Axe or, uh, what was that DRT game from back in the day? Um, I can't remember, something Knight, Shining Sword or something, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Double Dragon, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking, you know, the medieval ones, you know, like Golden Axe and uh, okay. there's, there's definitely a DT, anyway. Uh, yeah, so it's it's that sort of game, um, and you've got like there's three characters at least that there were three characters available uh, in the beta. One's a healer, one's a tank, and one's a damage dealer. Yep. And uh, you go in, and the idea is to yeah, uh, 
kill everything. Uh, there's bosses, yeah. there's loot. Um, and yeah, you go you go through and try to get whatever loot you can. That allows you to upgrade your, your character. It's sort of like um, Rifts in Diablo um, without mm-hmm. all the precursor. You know, you just, it seems like you just, well, that's how the beta played out at least. I don't know if there is a, a campaign or anything, but um, yeah, you jump in and you try to get through the, the Rift. And uh, yeah. yeah, it requires three players. So uh, it's not like a, uh, up to three players or anything. It is built for three players and you can't play it without three players. If you there's only two of you, like there was, there was only me and Luke, it will find a third player for you. Uh, it seems to yep. randomly assign roles. I wasn't able to pick my role as far as I could tell, but there's a lot that I can fucking work out about this game, if I'm being honest. Because uh, uh, the other thing that it does is it appears to jack the fucking difficulty up eight levels above what you're capable of fucking playing, <laughs> and then it requ- requires you to do your best to do anything at all about that. Because we got fucked repeatedly, and I have no idea what we were supposed to do. We were just like, we... Like, the first one we jumped in, we were dead to the first mobs. Like, just the, <laughs> the first, first thing that hit us. The first thing that hit us murdered all three of us. I mean, it was That was it. And, like, I was party lead, and I'm trying to get you guys to pick the fucking... There was, like, this question mark box. And if we picked the question mark box, it was normal, and we I think it would randomly select a... Uh, a level for us to do that was at our like at a level that we were capable of because it had like underneath it it had like a random and then it said how difficult it would be and it said normal and then under there were three boxes next to it and all three of these boxes would say like i don't know the killing fields and underneath it would say it's difficulty and that difficulty was impossible and then oh the the elevator and difficulty impossible and i'm like motherfuckers please pick the question mark pick the question mark pick the thing that says normal and every single time you and the fucking rando that we were matched with would pick the impossible <laughs> oh well, okay yep let's go to the fucking elevator i guess what was surprising to me was that um that elevator quest despite being impossible we got fucking pretty far in that we were doing pretty well uh yeah. we like eventually died um it was i think there was a bit of lag because i was getting hit by those lasers and i don't think i should have been um so i, I felt like there was a bit of lag going on there mm-hmm. i think we we're on us west servers um and those lasers hit pretty hard uh so yeah i think that cops- there was definitely lag when i was playing as well there was yeah. like so that's it sort of be like i'm not hitting anything and then just kind of speed up all of a sudden right so that's not ideal uh but yeah uh yeah we just i don't know doing our best to play the impossible um i never really i I think we did impossible and then the next one wasn't impossible but it was like it was still something stupid yeah (laughs) another dumb name that had a bunch of skulls and things above it because on like on my screen i couldn't see anything it basically would come up with some sort of map and I'm looking at it now. I know what it is, but it was like a triangle with a, a circle on it. It looked like an eye to me or some sort of eye, but that's the, the logo I'm, I'm right. guessing. Okay. So that's all we could see on, on our screen. I wouldn't let me click on anything. Like I was clicking on stuff and 
it was just like a logo there so i don't know if it was showing me what you were clicking on or what but there was like nothing to select it was kind of just a map with the on the top right it said like impossible like the thing that was selected okay i guess we're doing this fair enough but the um the guy that was with us seemed to be also extremely confused because oh yeah he yeah. was kind of just going with it. At the start, <laughs> chat, I thought talking. we were getting dumped into impossible shit because he was super high level or some shit. But no, yeah, he was a freshie as well. He had no idea what was going on. None of us had any idea what was going on. He was a pretty good sport, though. I liked him. I don't remember mm. his name. Uh, but yeah, we were just getting fucking blasted. We had no fucking hope. We were just fucked. Uh, but yeah. Like, it was, I don't know. It was weird. Uh, I believe it hits early access pre maybe this weekend. So maybe we can jump in and try it again. Uh, Like that way we'd be able to actually get a better idea of how it plays because yeah. uh, Yeah. We did not have, Oh, it's, it's, or it's out now. It's out now in early access. So yeah, we'll, We'll see if we can jump in again and, and have a look at how it's actually supposed to work because, yeah, based on our- We literally lasted five seconds in that first level. <laughs> uh, yeah. Based on the uh, the half hour we played where we were just getting fucked on constantly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it wasn't uh, like- Because, yeah, it seems promising. Like, there's- It seems like there's a bunch of coordination is all you need to do. And I'm not sure how that's going to go- um on a like matchmaking side of like being able to talk to people because i don't know if there was voice comms but we were kind of just chatting in the window um and and being being able to be like hey i need a heal or something like that because i think you were playing healer at one stage and i don't think you were doing anything but fuck off mate uh, i was doing heaps you guys kept moving out of the fucking circle, right? It takes, it's got a cast time. So I'd cast it and you guys would fucking run away from the fucking area of effect where the fucking heel would go down. I'm like, well, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do about that. Cause I only get to fucking cast it once every fucking minute or so. <laughs> you should follow us around. Oh, I'm just supposed to follow you guys around. Somehow predict where you're going to stay still for four fucking seconds. So I can pop some heels on you. Absolutely yeah, man. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to jump in that a bit more because it was uh, a bit confusing when we were playing. It seems like the um, the way the loot system works is you get items and you sort of take them out of the dungeon with you and then you could start um, equipping them on that, like, menu. And But also it seems like there's certain items that can only be put on certain heroes as well. And so then you run into that issue of, like, how do we select our heroes? Because it kind of just chucked us into a random one as far as we could tell. Cause yeah. it looked, it seemed like there was a bunch of avatars on the side that you can kind of select. But when I was selecting them, it, it w- didn't do it. Did, didn't unless do it. Yeah, because didn't someone else had yeah. Unless we were all picking the same fucking thing. And it was just like, yeah, well, you're going exactly. fucking random then boys. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. people. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It was very confusing, but I'm, I'm very keen to play it again. Um, I did find it like ent- <laughs> extremely entertaining. Uh, yeah. But like uh, outside of the entertainment, I felt at being completely fucking dicked uh, all up and down that fucking 
platformer um I, I was intrigued as to how it was supposed to fucking work as well um because yeah it seemed pretty interesting yeah it looks like it's gonna be nine heroes in early access as well nine okay yeah mm. okay cool. right that was blight bound um early access is now available uh we got four guys nice. four guys in the building I was not expecting this game at all. I, like, I didn't know what it was at like when I got the key. <laughs> right. Um, so when I fired it up and started playing it uh, after, because you and I jumped in and uh, yeah, it, it's not what I expect. Like it's basically like a, um, like a wipeout or like one of those Takeshi's sort Castle. of games. Yeah, Takeshi's Castle, where there's a bunch of contestants and they're going through a series of different um, games, series of games, and eliminating other players until there's a winner. Yep. And it's ridiculously fun. It's it's very cool. Uh, there's you kind of like these little blobby, like blobby, colorful dudes. Yep. And you're working from. Um, sometimes it could be a race. Other times it's team-based games, um, but it's sort of like this elimination format where you progress through levels, eventually trying to get to be the win- winner out of the... I think it's 60 players it starts off with as yep. the max. Yep. Um, it used to be 100, very but sim- uh, they, they whittled it down to 60. They found that that was more fun. Yeah, I probably agree. Um, it's very simplistic. There's your movement controls. There is like a jump button. There is a dive button and a grab button, and that yep. is pretty much that's it. All you need to know. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we jumped in for a couple of games. Uh, I think we were playing on US servers. I'm not really sure. I'm gonna be honest. I really don't. I didn't notice any difference between US and Oz servers. They both felt mm. kind of laggy. Like so, I think yeah. it was the US based on the matchmaking time alone. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know one way or the other. It didn't like it didn't impact. It also didn't impact the game. Um, it sure it like it appears to be like there's it's a, it, like some of these games right. Truly imagine Takeshi's Castle right, like yeah. full blown like you're or, or wipeout. Um, like you are legit going through these obstacles and there's like rotating like arms or like spinning fucking turnstiles uh, or moving platforms. <laughs> yeah, like uh, all, all these kinds of things. So there's absolutely um, there is room for this game to, to bones on you, uh, but it appears to take your actions like there's not a lot of times where you're directly interacting with other players. Um, like you can grab other people, uh, and you there are there's the egg game where you're grabbing eggs. Uh, but most of the time, what you're doing is relative only to you, and so the game does a good job of like making sure you, your actions are relative to you. So I'm, I'm I guess I'm thinking about you know the the final. Um, there's there's the jumping uh, game where you have to jump over a bar that spins around and there's a bigger bar and you've got to sort of manage those two things and the platforms yeah. start, drop away. There's not, it's not like there's lag that will like result in 
you falling to your death because uh, the the arm wasn't where it was supposed to be or something. You know, like Mm -hmm. your position relative to obstacles in the game is always, uh, always seems to be replicated very well. Uh, Maybe it's just directly communicating with the client or something Uh, like, or taking whatever the client says to be uh, legit, uh, which often doesn't work in, you know, shooters and stuff. uh, But is, I suppose, mostly fine in a game like this until hackers ruin it somehow. They'll find some way. Um, yeah, yeah, like it doesn't seem to, like because you're not doing things that impact other players, it, the latency doesn't seem to have that big an impact, I think, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest impact it has is sometimes when people, you'll see uh, people jump over the arm or like on your screen, they won't make the jump. And then they will, but they will like, they did on their screen. So they move back into the position. And that's probably the most that you'll see out of the latency. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't think, yeah, the server didn't really matter all that much. 60 players being match made into a game. I actually think there were bots. I think they had bots in some of these games, if I'm being honest. Um, only because I saw people wearing skins that weren't available. I think it just auto grabs from the greater skin pool. Um, so yeah, you'd wind up seeing people wearing some of the, the outfits that wouldn't eventually be available, but weren't immediately mm. available. All right. Yeah. That's my guess. That. Uh, they are. Like, I know there were skins on the battle pass they had. Yeah. But. Or. Yeah. Whatever uh, it was. Um. But yeah, you'd see the dinosaur and stuff, and there were no, there's no dinosaur on the battle pass. Um, All right. Anyway, uh, dev. Oh, maybe. Um, It didn't really matter. They had bots when I played it at PAX Australia last year, and uh, it doesn't impact it. Like they just use it to fill it out, Um, and I I still find it unbelievably entertaining. Regardless, the bots seem quite capable, Uh, and yeah, I don't think it really matters one way or the other. Honestly, uh, obviously, it'd be better if everyone's a person. But at the end of the day, in a game like this, um, like like I said, you're not most of the time you're not directly impact, impacting or impeding anyone else's play, so um, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, anyway, uh, I played a fuck ton of it. I, I I fucking loved it. Like I played it for nearly five hours uh, over the right. weekend. Wow. Uh, and yeah, I just couldn't get enough of it. I, I I find it so fucking entertaining. I was just sitting there, like when we were playing together, uh, it was a fucking laugh, right? Like it didn't matter uh, how we were doing. I think we fucking lost. Like we lost here, yeah. but we like, just kept, the, kept watching. Yeah, but we lost in like the first fucking round a couple of times. Like our first yeah. couple of games, we didn't even make it out of the first round. Like we were just getting fucking smashed and it just didn't matter. Like we were just having fun. I've got a recording of you and me, like literally being the fucking, the, the last two dudes to get cut off. Like we're like your fucking, <laughs> fucking millimeters away from the fucking finish line. And I'm like half a step behind you. And we both get, we both missed the cutoff. Like just barely. It was fucking funny as fuck. Uh, um, yeah, because yeah. like, because I think what makes it so entertaining is that like it's competitive in a way that 
it's not directly competitive. Like there, there are absolutely some directly competitive elements. Um, but yeah, like most, of the, like most of the time, it's just sort of this, this goof. Like it's this just goofy fucking round where, like this goofy game where you just fucking see what happens, see what you can get away with. And I think it's fucking yeah. phenomenal. It does does it so well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's some some cool like different types of levels in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's there's the races, so it's from point A to point B. You're kind of versing everybody else, but then it tries to mix things up with like team based games. There's like a uh, basically like a soccer game where there's two soccer balls, and mm. it's, I guess like a Rocket League type situation. Um, there's stuff where you're like pushing one ball from one side to the other, and it's like three different teams. There's like a tag game in there where there's uh i guess infected players and you infect other players and then uh, the team that's the last one standing kind of wins and the other team gets eliminated like you move on to the next round like there's there's a lot of variety there i think that's where this game will sort of um needs to keep its focus on is the variety of the levels and the games and have consistency Mm. in delivering like fresh new levels because I don't know how much more legs it's kind of got in terms of if it's just here's our game and then they just don't do anything with it. Like if it's just more skins and things like that, like they've got to be adding more stuff all the time. Like that roulette wheel, it spins around. Like here's your level. I feel like that needs to be pretty consistent of like, here's another level. Here's another level. Like every couple of weeks or at least once a month or something like that. Yeah. I do think that the longevity of the game will hinge very heavily on, on its ability to continue pumping out that content. Uh, I don't know how difficult it is to create a new game. Uh, whether or not, mm. like, you know, I, I, I think the races would probably be pretty easy to make. Um, yeah, just fill them out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, just, you know, some weird things for you to fucking... Like, they're, they're, they've got a good variety of them. Like, some of them are, yeah. There's one I don't like, the fucking balancing one. Uh like where you've got to go like the entire fucking race course uh, is these platforms, but the platforms hinge in the center and they'll tip to the side that weighs more. And so you wind up in these situations where like, yeah, like you are sort of at the mercy of other players because if you get to one and jump onto it and then like 40 other people jump onto the same side, there's no fucking way uh, a anyone behind that is just going to lift so that you can't actually jump onto it, and B you have to go over the other side to jump off because like you're now like your side's now too low to get further across the race, uh, yeah. and yeah that one's particularly annoying because uh, it seems very easy to slide off like and you you reach this like point where yeah it'll just drop you off. And it's very annoying to be dropped back. Like, I think that was usually the longest race. Like, I, I finished it, like, first once, but in the top three a couple of times. And the time you had to wait before it actually finished was quite long because yeah, so many people just had so much trouble actually finishing it. Some but, of them take a while to finish. Yeah. yeah. Then there's, like, there's another one where uh, the entire track is a... Uh, like conveyor belt heading back to the start. And so your only job is to get to the end. And it's not a long track at all. 
but it takes a while because at the whole time it's like throwing pieces of fruit at you. And if you get hit okay, by the fruit yeah. and you fall down, the conveyor belt takes you back towards the start and you got to fucking like make all that ground back up again. Uh, that one's pretty entertaining. I actually like that one. Um, what else? There was another one where... There's another one that actually goes up a hill... And this water level rises the entire time. And if you fall, if you, the water level gets to you before you pass an obstacle, you're out. And it's more of a survival wow. than a race. Um, yeah. There's a, I think there's a problem with that one. I can't work out how... I, I lost on that one every single fucking time. Because I can't work out how to run, like, across... Uh, when, the, when it's got those fucking, like, round platforms that you slide off. I've never successfully navigated the second part of one of those. I always fall off it. Uh, I, I, I just don't know how to fucking do it. Uh, and right. inevitably, that just means uh, because there's no way past that obstacle without successfully completing it, I just lose every time. And I've got no idea what I'm supposed to do better. I just, I've got no idea. Like, I can't work out yeah. what I'm doing wrong. So I can't improve. I can't fix it to do better at it. So, yeah. Anyway, um, that one, yeah, but the, there's other races. There's like the spinning turnstiles and uh, there's the race for the crown at the end and all that kind of stuff. Like it feels like they've got a good variety of races and stuff. And uh, yeah, they've got a good idea of that stuff. So I, I think they could do a lot of those. Survival seems like it's probably an easy one as well. You know, you got the spinning arm and um, like, yeah, like I, I just, I think there's, there are a lot of opportunities uh, that, you know, they could rely on to create a bunch of different levels, but it will be important for them to do that. I find it, yeah. yeah. But, like, until then, yeah, like I said, I played it for five hours. I, I'm, the beta's back on this weekend, and I've played it again 100% because I fucking... Yeah, it's a, it's a great party game. Yeah. But, um, especially during when a lot of people are at home. It's a good yeah. quarantine party game. It's not yeah. like a good local co-op party game. Yeah, exactly. Couch co-op. Um, yeah, it's, it's something very different. I, I like how the meta sort of... We saw evolutions of the meta as well um, changing as throughout the, <laughs> I guess, the weekend. The, yep. the one that comes to mind is that that pushing the, the ball and like how that sort of evolved <laughs> from when, when it was just like we're pushing the ball and now it's like you're fucking with other people in the game and then the one that I saw from you was like jumping across to the other person's lane yep. which I think they'll probably change oh um, they have to they have to block that you cannot be allowed to yeah. do that uh, <laughs> yeah. like I got that idea from you uh, yeah. because yeah you basically so I had been playing it where you just push the fucking ball in and everyone races to push the ball yeah. the best uh, and then, yeah, you put up a video uh, where, yeah, you jumped down in front and you were actively stopping another team's ball down the... There's like there's three lanes to start off with, with these balls. And then um, eventually it drops down into this like, I don't know, uh, area where everyone can co-mingle. And, yeah, uh, it's just like a downwards ramp. Yeah, the downwards ramp that ends in the goal. And uh, yeah, you uh, you drop down to that immediately or quite early, and uh, yeah, you fucking you're pushing another team's ball backwards as opposed to pushing allowing the like pushing your own one forwards. I'm like, oh my god, that's genius! 
And so, uh, yeah, I uh, decided to do essentially that, but by jumping into their lane and it's so much more heinous. Like your one was disgusting and doing it while it's still in the lane is just revolting. It, it, <laughs> it can't be allowed to continue. Um, yeah. But yeah, that one, that like there's that, there's the egg egg grab where you like you grab eggs from the center and you put them in your your goal but uh mm. like it is i i don't spend any time I, I grab the first egg and i put it in my fucking in my team and then i'll spend the rest you grab of the eggs from everyone else yeah. like you i think it's better if you can pick one like you can't communicate with your team and you can't communicate with the other team but if your team can specifically pick one team to steal eggs from, you can really, like, you can fully disrupt them. And generally, you'll have... So it's, like, red, blue, and yellow, and uh, your team blue. And mm-hmm. what I do is usually I'll see which team has the fewest eggs at the start, and I'll just go fucking run and steal their eggs. Um, yeah, the the trick there is, like... If all of blue goes like well, not all of, but like most most of the stealers go steal from red. Red will never be able to overcome that because there will be some of yellow stealing from red as well. Some of yellow will head for blue, and like red will split between blue and red, uh, yellow as well. But as long as you focus on one, you will be able to overcome uh, the mm. deficit. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, it winds up in this in this game of like literally just. I don't even take them back to my base. I just throw them out of their fucking goal. Like the, my entire thing is just get it out of their goal. I don't care because it's the point isn't to have for my team to have points. The point is for them to not have points. And yeah, it works. I have not lost a game of egg hunt or egg grab or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, uh, yeah, it like. That strategy 100% works. There was another one where, like, yeah, you wind up in a situation where it is far better to play, uh, like, offense uh, than it is to, to, or it's far better to play against the other team than it is to play for your team. Like, your, your situation improves significantly if you do that, but I can't remember which one it is. Because uh, a lot of the time, like a lot of those games, like the, there's team tail grab where everyone's got a, a yeah. tail. You can't really do anything about that one, right? Like your uh, opportunity for success is you're sort of tied inexorably to your your team's success. If your team can't get shit together and hold on to tails, you can't hold on to more than one tail. So as long as you hold on to your tail, you're doing your t- like your bit for your team, that's enough. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, if the other team if the rest of the players on your team can't get their shit together, you will lose and that's sort of right. That's just how it is. Uh, the hoop one as well, you're going to jump through the rings that appear. You can't really do much about that one as well. You can jump through as many hoops as you can, but uh, at the end of the day, it sort of comes down to whether or not your team is capable of jumping through hoops as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to think. There, there was one more team game that I played where, yeah, it was like obviously well, obviously the, the ball down the lanes. You're f- way better off playing against the other team, but 
There's the soccer one that we watched where one dude was just like constantly in the goal. Like he wouldn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> just like blocking balls. Which was, yeah, uh, like old school Rocket League meta. You would have someone yeah. play goalkeeper and it would, you know, three person game of Rocket League. It was far more efficient to do it that way. Way back in the day. I don't know how the meta's evolved in Rocket League now, but uh, yeah, people wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Uh, that worked out pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, we Yeah, so what happened there was like we got knocked out, but we just stayed on to watch. And uh, yeah, we just like fucking, we were talking through. We were just like backing mm. our favorite players and stuff and uh, talking about who we thought was going to win. And yeah, like that in itself was fun. Like I had fun watching other people succeed uh, or yeah. fail. Like there are mini storylines and you can create your own little storylines and stuff like that. And yeah, you wind up getting kind of attached. I'd love to see more robust spectator stuff. I'd love to be able to st- like just jump into a game and spectate like from the fucking get go, you know, like without having to. I don't know, lose first. Maybe just let me like join as a spectator, like just auto spectate or some shit. That'd be fucking great. And like, give me yeah. the ability to like control the camera myself and stuff like that. I would love it. I think the amount of stuff you could do with this game, if you had full spectator controls, like you could mm. do some really entertaining shit. I think outside of just playing the game, I think you could really create something very entertaining and that'd be fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. I had fun with it. Um, mm. I guess my only concern about it is the price at this stage. Right. Like it needs a player base. It's 20 bucks. Right. Um, but it's maybe. Got, it's got a uh, cross play. It's got cross play, uh, which is awesome. And the other thing that they've done, obviously, is it, uh, it's going to be the free game yeah. on the PlayStation Plus the Rocket next League month, which is play. huge. Yeah. So, so that maybe is my only like. All right, cool. That's that's the one thing that you need to get this game like off the ground. Yep. Is by making it free somewhere. Because my my other initial thing about the it's too expensive would be like maybe it needs to be a free to play game, and yeah. and the the way they make their money is their cosmetics. But at the same time, then you run into things with like, what if it breaks out and it's just fucking cheaters everywhere and things yeah. like that. So maybe it needs a price tag on it. I just feel like the twenty dollar mark is maybe. I don't know what it is in Australia, uh, twenty eight bucks or something like that. Maybe um, twenty. It's twenty US. Maybe a, a smudge too high. Maybe it should be fifteen, ten bucks somewhere around there. I feel like is a sweet spot. But also, yeah, I don't know what the full game is like. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I can't imagine that it's much more than what we've already seen. But uh, yeah, like if you've got a PlayStation, it is a fucking great. no-brainer. Like straight up. Yeah, yeah. you've. Yeah, you absolutely want to play this. It is fucking phenomenal. Mm. Yep. I'm sure we'll be having some some games up there. Uh, we'll definitely jump in and check out some more of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. If we can get a, like, a bunch of people in Discord playing together, I think that'll be really fucking entertaining. Yeah. I, it, it's hard to tell who you partied up with, though. I, I don't think it gave us in, any indicators other than we kind of knew what skins we were wearing. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. There is there is a tiny indicator. You get a tiny little red triangle over the other oh, person. Yeah. Well, um, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't So want you can kind of fuck with them. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, I reckon that'll be fucking hilarious. Yep. Uh, I'm awesome. excited. I'm and very keen yeah. for that. That was a game that wasn't on my radar at all. Right. But absolutely is now. Yeah. Did you see that a um, bunch of Australians were playing and uh, Shuei Yoshida was, was in there playing as well? No. He, uh, he put on Twitter, he was jumping in for a while. Right. I saw like some of the, um, there was some Australian media that were playing and he just happened to be in their game as well. Oh, I missed it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, did you see that uh, when I jumped into the other lane, the lane of another player uh, mm. or another team in that ball one, uh, there was a streamer playing in that game. I did. He, How he did was, you find this? He was not happy about it. Um, I uh, I was actually doing this in between rounds of four guys, but uh, I had looked up the like I you press L trigger and you can see everyone's name in the game, and I looked up mm. who was like if people were on Twitch, uh, just right. as a fucking goof, and uh, yeah, uh, he had been playing. While uh, while it was all going on, and I'm like, oh, all right, I recognise that name. Let's uh, search it on Twitch. Yep, there it is. And then yeah, just scrolled through the video, the the saved video, the VOD. Hilarious. Cool. Yep. It's gold. All right, four guys. Um, next up, last game we got is Grounded, which um, is a early access free game pass game at the moment on the microsoft store at least uh it is available on other platforms such as steam where i believe uh you have to pay for it i don't know how much it is let me check that one quickly 29 us right so we're looking at about 45 australian somewhere around about there um it's a survival game where you are shrunken down in size in the backyard and have to um i guess 39. complete the story Sorry. there is some sort of story but yeah. there's not a lot of story there right now because it is early access yeah. um i think like we played obviously yesterday it was me you nate jumped in for a little while um and uh just kind of messed around for a couple hours and sort of get our like crafts in terms of what was going on in this game um there are a lot of survival mechanics but in terms of like the overall gameplay i think it is like it's a good base game but where they're at at the moment needs i feel like a lot of work um like a lot of the survival stuff is really cool the things you can find out in the world and uh stuff you can build it seems like it's really deep in terms of what you can what you can do but the gameplay seems a bit shallow at the moment like there's not a lot going on um mm. there are like different enemy types out there you start off with like a basic very small ants then there are other things like lady beetles i, I, I don't think the ants are enemies necessarily i mean some of them are there but... there are some enemy ants oh yeah there's definitely enemy ants but i don't think they're your basic enemies i think the mites are probably your basic enemies and right you grow from there but i just wanted to clarify Yep. Yeah, up until um like cockroaches and then there's like uh like little flies as well that can go around up until like giant spiders. Um and there's a very basic 
campaign. It kind of starts off with like, hey, here's how you get food and water. Go do that and then go to this area and um, till eventually it's like, hey, go to this tree. And then that's kind of where the game just ends. It's it's extremely short in terms of its content at the moment. Um, but like I had fun doing what we were doing, but that's kind of like the one session where I felt like I'm not going to get a whole lot more out of it. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot there. Like it, there's a good foundation, but in terms of being a game, there's just not a lot, lot else that's got going for it. I feel like at this stage. Uh, yeah. What do you think? I um, I agree. I don't think there's like the. I think they may have launched into early access a little early, uh, because there isn't enough in it at the moment to really warrant the purchase and i think if early access is a marketing exercise and i think generally it is um then yeah uh, this is not going to be a successful marketing attempt that said i do i think this has the bones of an amazing game i think well, i was getting yeah fucking mad the forest vibes out of this like huge the forest vibes because it's got that basic survival it's got that uh like lack of knowledge the 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 need to like discover uh it's got the elements of horror absolutely it's got horror um and and it's got like a bit of a weird story that you don't super you know you sort of need to uncover obviously it's not in play there yeah implemented yet but yeah it's getting there and yeah so i was getting huge the forest or subnautica vibes out of it you know um i think it's got the potential but uh much like those games you know both of those weren't i don't like i think they never could have succeeded if you if people hadn't picked it up when it first launched but also neither of them were worth playing for 12 months after it hit early access and that's what grounded feels like to me is come back in 12 months and this game might be worth 12 or maybe even 18 months and this game might be worth playing yeah um but at the moment it's definitely not something you should check out it's definitely not worth 40 dollars um and yeah i think that's that's a bit of a tricky one you know I uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I finished. I went. I jumped back in and started a new game. Played it on easy as opposed to mm. we were playing on medium. Um, yeah, jumped on to play it on easy because it's probably too difficult to play solo. Uh, like it, it's very unforgiving. It feels like it's balanced towards multiplayer, and I think um, like I don't think it's balanced yet at all. That's there. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. I don't think there's been any balancing going on yet, and yeah, I think it's very difficult um, from that perspective. So, yeah, you sort of gotta like find a reasonable way to play it on your own. And so I was playing on 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 easy or mild, as it's called. I didn't find it that much easier, if I'm being fucking honest. I was still getting fucking blacked yeah. by shit. I still had a fucking spider show up at my fucking first hut on the first night just out of nowhere just yeah. showed up and fucking destroyed everything like that's that's like the biggest problem that the game has out of the gate is that 
and again, like, uh, apparently it's a very, well, it was a small team when they first started working on it. The number I saw going around was 13 people. That's what I saw too. Um, I don't know what it's like now once Obsidian finished the Outer Worlds. Maybe they've chucked a couple more people on here. But anyway, it was a small team to start off with. Uh, so I don't know if they're still working with that amount of people and they just haven't had the resources. And that's kind of the point of this early access thing is to get people hands on with it and get ideas. But when you look at games like, let's go with the two that you just pointed out, Subnautica and The Forest, when you start those games, you don't end up with the big bad thing in that game coming at you in the first five minutes. Yeah. Like you start off with it trickling out, like you go and find your food and your water and you build a, a spear or in Subnautica, you, you, you know, same thing, food, water, you go get the thing, but it's not like a Leviathan shows up and starts fucking around with you straight away. Whereas this game, it, it there's no there's no gradual build up. It's just you put in this this world and there's a fucking spider chasing you and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, and that's that, that. There's no sense of progression there. Like it should be that the um, what were they dust mites or lawn mites, and then the lady beetles or the lavas, and then you get to another area and then it starts getting like bigger and more challenging. The cockroaches come around. And like the spider, I don't know if the spider is the biggest thing you'll find in the backyard, maybe. Um, Mm. But like it should build up to that as opposed to you taking, going for a run for 30 seconds and finding a fucking spider off the bat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had like in my solo game, I had a fucking, I had that that spider, right, chase me when I like, because I had to go back and get my stuff, obviously, it it killed Mm. me. Um, and I had to go back and get my stuff. And so when I got my stuff, uh, it was, it then chased me. Uh, and I tried to run back towards the respawn, the initial respawn, cause it destroyed my respawn point. Um, yeah. I tried to run back to the initial respawn. So I'd be able to get my stuff without aggroing it immediately. It got me again. And then it never really left my corpse. So to get my stuff yeah. back. I had to go back there again. Followed me all the way into the fucking respawn area. It killed me at the respawn area. Like that's ridiculous. I like that's lunacy. That is too fucking too aggressive. It shouldn't. Yeah. Sh- it shouldn't be working like that. Uh, it sort of robs the game of some of its horror. You know. Uh, you know the the fucking yeah. what's scary about the shark and jaws is that you don't see it for most of it. You know. But yeah. No, this this one's like, yo, you see it all the time. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, and then that ridiculous. that also ruins the other part of the game, the survival aspect of you're supposed to be building stuff, right? Or in the forest, or in Subnautica. I keep referring to those two because they're the the best of its class. But we would jump into the forest and we'd spend hours just building bases. There was absolutely no point doing that in this game because. It felt like you couldn't find an area where you weren't getting attacked immediately. Yep. Or like, where is a good, where can I build a base? Because you just didn't know. Because whenever you ran in a direction for 20 seconds, there was a giant spider somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, yeah, or something else, you know? And it just, it feels like, it, it actually feels quite small, uh, which, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like it, it it does like I immediately compare it to Superland, right? Um, because of both the both the games that you know sort of mid-rised 
and you know, places uh, perspective. Superland feels way bigger than this. Even um, the DLC Crash feels bigger in terms of like square footage than this does. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think that's a good thing. I think from the, the get go, it needs to expand on a large scale to sort of make sure you feel like there's somewhere else you can go. There's there needs to be wide spaces where nothing's happening for you to actually feel like you can establish something in that area. Because if there isn't. Yeah, you sort of just, I don't know, you never, like, you're always just fucking five seconds away from a fucking spider. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, the map seems pretty big, but a lot of it is blocked off, like, under construction. Yeah. Um, And I think the, the other thing kind of makes it feel small is that you just there's too much sort of going on and i think that's because of the enemies there's just there's too many spiders or too many things that can hurt you like you yeah. don't have a i saw some um uh reddit posts because i went and looked on the reddit page to see what kind of people are up to today this mm. morning i went and jumped on mm. um and the, a bunch of the top posts were people just building in the water because that's where they weren't getting attacked yeah <laughs> like that's all right yeah. fair enough that's what we're doing now um yeah, because I wanted to fuck around with the building stuff, and I just we built a base and it got trashed in about by like two spiders rocked up. Like, like two. the spiders weren't even. That's not where they were. They just came over and just, they started, just and showed then up. Fucking yeah, and we didn't do anything. And ants. Like I understand. Like we had like a fucking ant war for a little bit. Yeah, uh, and I understand why that happened because I started killing some ants just out of. Just, I, I was like, oh, I need ant parts for some piece of armor. And then yeah. uh, all these other ants showed up. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. That makes sense. I don't I don't think I left any witnesses, so I'm not sure how they realized I was doing this. But like, <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. The ants will come up to defend the other ants. And like soldier yep. ants showed up. And yeah, there was like a big fucking ant war going on. I'm like, cool. That's pretty cool. These spiders, they just showed up out of nowhere just to fuck our shit up. They're just like, hey, we uh, we don't want your types in our fucking neighborhood. And they start smashing all that shit. I'm like, fair enough. The only fucking saving grace was t- two ladybirds also showed up to fight the fucking spiders, which I don't <laughs> think that's how that works. But yeah, uh, yeah fair enough. And we were, we were in one of those um, like tents analyzing desk room things where they couldn't, the spiders couldn't actually get in. So we just kind of, someone we were basically cheesing the fight. Yeah. <laughs> because someone would hit them, then the spider would eat them, yeah. and then we'd revive them and they couldn't get to us. So. Um, yeah, they replenish health if they de-aggro. They re- oh, regenerate God. health really fast if they de-aggro. So... Mm-hmm. You can't like you can't do that cheese tactic when you're solo because you can't keep aggro for long enough, which is just fucking rad. Um, yeah, I just yeah, there's there's a lot of work that needs to go into it. But at the same time, like I was saying, I see the fucking the bones. I yeah. see the fucking it's foundation. Got tons of potential. Yeah, uh, I'd really really like to see where it goes eventually, but it's not worth playing right now. I think. Yeah. No, it's cool to jump in or just watch a video and see like what they're going for. Um, 
but it's just not there's not enough there like it's not fleshed out enough um there's cool ideas with like the how you get water and you, like you punch a, a grass and like there's a water droplet on top of the grass so you can get it that way or you can climb up on some leaves and drink the water that uh by jumping up on the grass or you can cut down the grass and it'll fall off or if it falls onto the, the ground too long it's sort of you can't really you can drink it but it'll hurt you like there's all these different ways to interact with like a bunch of the different objects it's got in the game um but it also in the other end is very shallow like all right all right i need food what's the one way to get food and the only way that i can think of was the mushrooms or the two granola bars that we found yeah that was pretty much about it bash acorns acorns for acorn bits right yeah um, um like there's there's different things in there it's just like it seems very base level at this stage uh, like i can see all the stuff that they want to do with it it's just not a i don't think it's a game you would go and buy right now and be like oh i really want to play this like if you've got the xbox game pass definitely fire it up and have a look but don't spend money on it at this stage there's no point like it doesn't need the backing of anybody it's a it's a, it's a microsoft game it's owned by microsoft it's obsidian uh, microsoft xbox game studios it's not like it's an indie the forest yeah. where this game's going to be under development or subnautica f- for you know years and years and they could do with people's money to help like they don't need it they got microsoft let them do their thing um so yeah i'm, I'm keen to see what the like i want to see a um like a roadmap or something like what is their plans for this so that because you talked about i want to check out this game in uh, 18 months or yep. like, a year and a half uh do i need to do that or can i check it out in three months and they're going to add a bunch of new stuff or um because the thing that i saw today was apparently 20 percent of the story is already in there 20 percent. that's concerning yeah that's concerning because that wasn't a lot that we saw when i played solo it took me mm. 25 minutes to complete this so uh, the story content yeah that's not good 25 yeah. and I, I wasn't like mainlining it either like i was mostly uh but like i was fucking about i was building some other stuff and like yeah, it wasn't like I was just beelining straight for the story bits. I could probably do it faster, and that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yikers. I mean, yeah, and there's potential of, like, although you're in a backyard, there's also the possibility of, like, oh, there's a crack in the neighbor's fence, and now, like, here's the DLC section or mm. whatever you want to call it. Like, there's ways for them to expand out, and that's, like, not just be in this one backyard. Um or, or even go into like somewhere like a basement or something. I don't know. I'm just throwing ideas around, but it's not like they're contained in this small area. And it seems like there's underground tunnels and all that cool stuff. Like there's tons of potential here. It's just not a, um, it's not a game I'd recommend people check out right now. Like it needs to wait and we need to know like how often they'll be updating this thing, like what type of updates they'll be doing. Because if it's, if it's still 13 people, hmm. It feels like it's going to be slow, like really, really slow to update this. Where if they've got like a bunch of people on this one now, it could be a bit quicker. Um, but I guess we'll wait and see. So I'm I'm definitely keen to play more because like I love these types of games, like your Subnauticas and your your Forest and yeah, um, like those types of survival games. Uh, like I was looking at, what was the one I, was, I sent you guys a link to today? Uh, Scum. Oh, like, because yeah. for whatever reason, I saw... 
uh, a link to that pop-up on Steam does a really good job of being like, hey, this game was updated recently. And I was like, oh, it's a survival game that I haven't played in a while. And I watched like their video and I'm like, that, some of that stuff looks pretty cool. All right, fair enough. Haven't checked that out. That game out in like two years. Um, so yeah, like Grounded ticks all those boxes for me. I'm just very cautious at this stage. Like uh, hopefully they can add some pretty cool content to it. But mm. I don't know if I'd recommend people to check it out right now. Maybe wait. All right. Anything else to add? No. Uh, no. Right. Yeah, no, I think that's that's about it. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm writing it up for GameSpot at the moment, so uh, I'll have a bunch more thoughts uh, up on GameSpot at some point. But, um, like, yeah, we've, we've basically summed it up. Um, when I say a bunch more thoughts, I, I guess I just mean I'll have it in more coherent <laughs> state as opposed to just sort of fucking haphazard yeah. as it was. But uh, yeah, like I think we've we've fucking nailed it. Unfortunately, yeah, awesome. I'll play it a bit more. All right, see if I can find any other fucking bad guys. But yeah, yep. <laughs> All right, should we do some news then? That is all the games, as far as I'm aware. Um, and there's a bunch here. Uh, so, yeah, the Xbox Games Showcase kicked off last week. Uh, we got a look <laughs> at basically what Microsoft is doing for this uh, next generation cycle. Um, some first-party stuff. I think it gave us a really good idea of what they're focusing on right now because leading up to this, it was very confusing. Um but now it's 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 clear that like they are all in with this Xbox Game Pass system. That like that is where they're planning on making their money. Um, yeah. Like we've always talked about like who is going to do the 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 Netflix of video games and and are we going to see that? And it's clear now that that's what is that's what Xbox is doing. They don't really seem to be um, on board with trying to sell people an Xbox. They're obviously tr- that's what their plan is. Like they want to have those two SKUs. The, the Xbox Series X, the premium version, and then the the one that hasn't been announced yet, the Lockhart, which we're assuming is the Series X, S, and then uh, obviously the PC players, the people like me and you who probably are not going to buy an Xbox console next gen because yeah. there's no point anymore. Um, and that's okay. If, if that's what they want to do, if they want to focus all their attention on selling people a subscription service to play their games... Why not? Um, so we looked at it. We got to look at a bunch of their games, and all of them are coming to this to Game Pass off the bat. Yeah, uh, I tell you what, uh, I'm glad we didn't make a food bet based on what they were going to show on, at this fucking thing because I was like, oh yeah, Fable, Halo, that's it. Because I, I, I don't know. I think I, I thought that was still going to be a fucking August presentation, right? Uh, there is not. There is yes. That's fucking. That's pretty surprising. But I guess the August one has to be the hardware, right? That'll right. be the next hardware, the price, and yeah. probably that sort of stuff. So should we go through some highlights of what yeah. they showed off? Let's do it. Um, I guess Avowed is a, is one that probably stood out. It's Obsidian's next RPG. Um, so these are the guys behind the game we just talked about, um, Grounded, and also The Outer Worlds. They did a really good RPG back then. Um, so don't know what that kind of game evolves. They showed off a really quick trailer, very like Skyrim-y type vibes, Elder Scrolls vibes from that one. Um, any thoughts at all? 
not really. Uh, I, no. I like. I, it just seems a bit early to me. Yep. Yeah, it seems too early. Like, yeah. Uh, this this yeah. felt like one they just sort of chucked in there to. Like this had me feeling we like got some oh, first yeah. party games coming. Yeah. Here you go. Right. Yeah. Fine. But yeah. No. We right. got. Let me see. Wait. Um. Forza, Forza Motorsport without a number. It's just Forza. Yeah. Um, 4K, 60 frames per second. Looks looks great. Um, looks like they're doing some ray tracing stuff. Could see a lot, a lot of that happening. A lot of reflections. Um, I firmly believe similar. that Horizon is how all Forza games should be from now on. They should just concentrate mm. on the Horizon series. Uh, but I get... I guess I get that people want track racing. Uh, yeah. I don't see why you couldn't add track racing to a game like Horizon. I think that would be pretty interesting. Uh, just make something up. Make up. Oh, uh, and unless there's some licensing issue with these tracks, just make something up yeah. like, oh, yeah, this guy, um, this mad supervillain transported all the famous racetracks from around the world to this one location in the middle of blah. And now you can race any racetrack and also drive and have street races while driving between the racetracks or some shit. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I do not have any interest in um, right, track racing anymore. I just don't find it very interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, Fable was the last thing they teased during the uh, whole showcase. Um being made by Playground Games, who <laughs> make Forza Horizon. So there you go. That's a very big different tone for those guys. Yeah. Uh, is this a, a reboot, a remake? I don't really understand. I'm not sure yet. They Like, obviously, Peter Molyneux is not working on it. Yeah. Um, but... It's called Fable, so it could be a reboot. They're calling it a new beginning of the franchise, so right. Uh, very interested to see how it how it goes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm keen. I've I've always enjoyed those games. Yeah. Um, some other stuff that came up: Stalker Two has been resurrected from the from death <laughs> for the for the umpteenth time. But as uh, I believe it was Eurogamer pointed out. Uh, yeah, this was a this was all uh, target rendering, and the, they removed the twenty twenty one release date. Yeah, so as right. Eurogamer, so yeah, I missed this part. Yeah, so uh, I put it up on the Discord channel, but uh, Eurogamer pointed out that uh, yeah, Stalker Two trailer is a target render, and the twenty twenty one release date has disappeared. So uh, yeah, this this is pretty much the Stalker cycle at this point. Uh, something's announced. It's too good to be true, and we go back to. Yeah, I'll believe it when I'm fucking playing it at this point. I'll when believe it, it when it's installed on my computer and it barely runs because it's a stalker game, and they always barely right. run. Right. Um, what that means is that uh, the the footage they showed is not it's not gameplay. Yeah. Um, but also, it's also not like a CG trailer. It's sort of like, um, it's like something they'll show off as like this is kind of what we want the game to feel like or look like um so it looks like it's a uh, i haven't watched trailer for a while but it looks like it's a first person shooter i think rainbow six siege might have done something similar when they first showcased that yeah, game yeah, of so. like 
this is kind of what we're going for. Like, you look at that initial Rainbow Six Siege trailer of um, House and the Hostage and then like what that game sort of turned out to be, you can see the similarities. Like that's the kind of thing where you you chuck it into a um, like a pitch meeting. You're like, hey, here's what the game is going to look like. And like. Okay, cool. We get an idea for it. Um, so yeah, I guess that's one you got to be cautious about, right? I, I did not pick that up until you've obviously just pointed out. So that's interesting. Yep. Uh, um, yep. Yep. Next up, we got State of Decay 3. Was this just a logo? <laughs> it was, well, no, it was a CG trailer. Oh, maybe I just fucking blanked it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems very early to be announcing this. Uh, is, have yeah. they fixed State of Decay 2 yet? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've heard people say it's pretty good, so... Right. Maybe they did. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Tetris Effect Connected. Uh, multiplayer is coming to Tetris. Uh, cool. Looks looks pretty sick. I'm in. I'm all about a Tetris Effect. How did I fucking miss this? I missed this. How did I miss this? Yeah. Fucking must have been more interruptions. Know. Did you watch it? I didn't watch didn't the... You... Like, you know, I did the fucking... I watched the VOD, so I didn't fucking feel the need to... Sit there and wait yeah. for them to fucking yap and shit. Um, um, that's coming this year as well. Dope. Fucking rad. All new co-op and competitive online and local multiplayer modes. Sweet. Uh, yeah, looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Did you watch this one at all? Because yes, this I is did. right up our alley. Yes, uh, I did. This is a... I guess a continuation of the Vermintide franchise. Four player co Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm so in. Holy shit. I did like I think my biggest problem with Vermintide was that it was swords and sorcery as opposed to sci fi. And I Dark Tide's gonna fix that. Thanks, forty K. Yep. Yep. Uh, a couple other things they showed off. Uh we saw some Crossfire X campaign which Remedy's working on um everwild is a game that continues to look interesting but i've been reading some stuff about that game and i don't know <laughs> like have What'd you, you seen that they are uh, they as far as i'm aware don't know what the game is yet oh really seems like they've got the art style down i didn't but they don't know what the game is yet yeah, they're still apparently trying trying to tie down what the gameplay is. So that could be a game that's still a while off from the sounds of it. Uh, so isn't this exactly what happened to fucking Sea of Thieves? They're like, oh yeah, it's a fucking pirate game or something. We don't really yeah. know what else you do in it, but yeah. <laughs> pirate, sea of Thieves, looks, they just released another update today. Um, I was watching a video from it before. There's like a a skull that you can find that shoots flames out of it. Oh, so like a flamethrower. Sweet. I was playing a bit <laughs> yeah. of that on the weekend, actually. I didn't play it lots. Oh, really? Uh, very briefly, yeah. Jumped in with uh, some mates, and uh, they were not very good at the game. So uh, it was yeah. a lot of me uh, desperately wrangling them to do anything. They got When I logged in, they'd just been taken down by a sloop. Right. Uh, a galleon taken down by a sloop. And, uh, yeah, they um, they were struggling. So I put myself in a mm. 
loaded myself into a fucking cannon, shot myself over the sloop and dealt with the fucking problem because they were sailing back to the sloop. Despite being unable to take it on, they were sailing back to the sloop. So, uh, mm. yeah. But by the time I logged in, I was ready to rock. Straight yeah. up. Fucking murder. It's murder time, baby. Uh, but yeah. I was very close to firing up today, but I only had 45 minutes. So I was um, like, all right, play some super hot. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, yeah, Everwild seems like they're not sure about that one. Uh, the Medium is looking pretty cool. This is that mystery, um, like, switching between two realities. Yeah. Like, it seems like they're taking that. We saw Dishonored do it with, like, and also uh, Titanfall 2, the switching between times, playing with that sort of thing. I'm wondering if that is kind of, like, what they're doing in this game as well. Um Yeah. Look, looks pretty cool, and but in more of a point and click adventure type vibe. Yeah, or maybe not a um, point and click, but like more of an adventure type vibe. Right, yeah. that's what Fair that's the vibe um, I got. You don't agree? Yeah, no. yeah, no, it looks cool. Yeah. I think it looks cool. Hmm. Is there anything else that kind of stood out? There was obviously a bunch more they they talked about. We'll go into detail. Was, no. was there anything else that kind of stood out to you? Nothing was like, oh, I thought, like Stalker was the one that got me fucking rock hard and then fucking sad in my pants, in my pantalones. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, all right. Obviously, we should talk about Halo as well because that was the big one people were coming for. Um, this is bad. I'm obviously- it looked bad. Am I fucking crazy or what? It looked bad. <laughs> Like, I saw people were talking about how good it looked. And I'm like, were we watching something different? Like, I think now, you know, the fucking, the word is out. And everyone's like, oh, okay, we're allowed to talk about how bad this looked. But, like, I was watching it like, uh, why does it look like, why does it look like a 360 game? Like, why does it look like fucking... Last gen game. I don't understand. Isn't this the fucking power of the Series X? What's going on here? Like, why does it look so fucking dull? Hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. I had the same thing, but I'm like, I'm not a massive Halo fan by any stretch. I just didn't. It never grabbed me at all. Hmm. Um, I think you all you have more of an attachment to that series than I do. So I when I was watching it, I was like. It looks fine, but that's about it. Like, uh, like this it's not is doing supposed to be. This is supposed to be the flagship product. This is supposed to be the game that gets people going. Well, fuck! Now I have to buy a fucking Series X. Holy shit! Mm. I can't like I can't not get a Series X now. Like, goddamn! Like. Yeah, this is this is the sort of shit. This is like the Spider-Man Miles Morales moment, you know, where people are supposed to be fucking going, looking at it, and being like, "Yep, that's it's a must-have game." Yeah, and that that's not what that was under any circumstance. I mean, it's that's doing what- sixty frames per second. That's good. Nah. But it's, but you're like, let me finish. It's missing the other bits. The first thing I pointed out straight away was like, I think I screencapped a, um, a YouTube 
4K because I went back and watched it in 4K and was mm. like, surely this is like something's going on here. And I was like, I screen capped the shot and I was like, this looks so flat and bland. Like, where is your, wh- where is the things we're supposed to be getting with this next gen, which is the, the better lighting, right? Where's the ray tracing and the things that you're supposed to be having? There's no ray tracing. Apparently that they they announced this later on, but there's no ray tracing in it. It's not coming until later on. They're gonna <laughs> add it in a later update. Like, are you fucking yeah. kidding? Holy shit! Is it gonna fucking run at twelve frames a second as well? Like when they added ray tracing in beta form to Battlefield Five for the first time, or whatever the fuck. Like, holy shit! Are you joking? <laughs> yeah, it it like. Isn't that the big fucking draw card? It'd be like Spider-Man Miles Morales. And they're like, oh, by the way, um, it's got really long load times. We'll add in shorter load times later on down the track. Like, isn't this the big fucking, isn't this your flagship feature? It does make me wonder if they are bodging together some software-based ray tracing. They're still claiming it's hardware-based. NVIDIA still maintains that it's not cap- that nobody else is capable of doing it. Like, questions. Questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. And uh, yeah. Just for me, just the gameplay-wise, like, there's nothing that they showed me other than it's Halo in an open world now. Like, and he's got a grappling hook that you can grab people with. Just like nothing out of it. Just looked looked like Halo. Like very basic. There was nothing that stood out to me being like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. I haven't seen that shooter before. Yeah. Like when you when you the first time you watch the like the Titanfall Titanfall trailer or Titanfall two two where they're like fucking jumping around giant robots and um wall climbing and double jumping and doing all this crazy shit and. There's none of that in this. It's just a shooter. Like, it's a bland shooter. It looks like... Yeah. It, it Like, Titanfall is a great fucking comparison point because it looks like a fucking, like, budget ripoff of fucking Titanfall. Mm. Like, oh my God, I just don't understand. Yeah. Um, But I, I wrote this as well. Like, there was a pre... They did a pre-show as well. Um, you probably haven't seen this, but no. there was a game they showed in the pre-show, which had like a dude riding a rocket, like literally riding a fucking rocket, and he's like shooting his gun, and then he jumps off and it goes cuts to the next scene. There's like these two giant robots sword fighting each other, and I'm like, like where, why was that? Why is that not in Halo? That looks fucking way cooler than whatever they showed me in Halo. Yeah. Just shooting a bunch of people. Yeah, it just looked bland. Like there was nothing going on. Um. I'm not. I'm not hating on Halo just because it, I'm not a fan of the series. I'm just like, you've been teasing this game for years now, and that's what you've come out with. It just doesn't. Like the stuff that I saw in the Spider-Man Miles Morales trailer looks way better. The visually how it looks like there's just more art direction in that than whatever is going on in here. Um, yeah, I just don't. I don't understand like what. Uh, like what the audience is, like who they're going for. Uh, yeah. Obviously the Halo fans, but this isn't, I don't feel like it's a console. Like this isn't your, your big blockbuster console seller. Yeah, um, exactly. When you're not like, when you're not going, hey, here's here's all here's the things that is going to make this next generation stand out because it's not there. 
your ray tracing isn't coming. As far as we know, Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to have ray tracing from what they're saying. Mm. It's not going to be in Halo. So I think that's a giant misstep from them. It's it's a huge misstep. The the ray tracing thing should have been a priority to be like, this is how good the fucking games look now. Look at this shit. It's great. This, This is why you buy this console. Because look at how fucking good this looks. No, that's not it. Uh, yeah. Jokes. Um, so anyway, that was their showcase. The, the, the only thing I like about it all is that they're, all their first party stuff and as much as they can is like they're putting it on Game Pass and it's all going to be available on there. And that means I don't have to buy an Xbox. I can just play it all on PC. Um, I'm going to carry that. So I'm definitely playing Halo no matter what happens. Um they also talked about the next event is planned currently for August, so sometime oh, I must in the have next four weeks. That part. I just fucking. I think this was an interview later on with an executive. Um. Oh, the the other piece of news I've got here is Halo Infinite. That demo was running on a PC. Right. Yeah. Uh, so have that's... you seen the quotes that came up about this as well? No. Uh, so this was an interview with... I'm just bringing up the article now. I, I believe it was with Alana Pierce on Inside Gaming. Um, right. I've just opened it now. It's with Aaron Greenberg, who is a Xbox marketing general manager. Hmm. And when Alana asked her about the criticism surrounding the graphics of Halo Infinite, he said, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. It's July and we're far away from launch. You're seeing a work in progress game. How far away from launch are we, champ? Like, uh, four months at best? Or are you actually legit coming out in fucking December 31st or something to just barely fucking scrape scrape into your 2020 launch window or some shit? Like, I don't know. Four months is not that far away. Four months is... Especially when the game has to be ready. It's got to be gold. Six yeah. weeks in advance. Six weeks to four weeks in advance. Probably four weeks. Um, well, this right, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right? Yeah. Go back and look at it in the 4K60. So look at it on the Halo YouTube channel. It didn't look that much better. Like, it did look better. Absolutely. There's no question. But yeah. it didn't look that much better. Uh, yeah, like the problems it had were fundamental to the graphics. You could see fucking textures popping in. You could see the fucking clouds popping in. Like that's not going to change your 4K 60 frames a second. It literally doesn't change. Like you can't change in 4K 60 frames a second. I'm watching fucking textures pop in. Like he's flying through a fucking... I'm, I'm watching it right now in 4K at 60 frames a second, and he's what, flying through what appears to be a uh, a canyon made out of Lego bricks, grey Lego bricks. Like, oh my god, I just don't understand. Yeah, and if you go back to that initial reveal trailer mm. in 2018, um, there's a shot towards the last. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, it's about a minute 30 in. So if people want to go check this out, go to the Halo Infinite E3 2018 announcement trailer. Mm. Um, and at about 1 minute 37, 38 seconds in, it's got like a long shot of 
the uh i don't know what it's called um i was going to say warthog but i don't think that's what it is it's it's a vehicle um and you've got like dirt kicking up behind it and there's in the distance you got these giant alien pillars and uh like mountains like there's there's a ton of detail going on here mm. that doesn't look like like the detail we're seeing in the background on this shot mm. doesn't look like what we're seeing in the gameplay here so um like i don't yeah. know if they've reached too far back in that announcement show in 2018 because this is obviously what they said was in engine footage but that could be very different to like, hey, this is running in engine, but it's also running on a fucking uh, IBM supercomputer. Yeah. Um, so let's do that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Right. Yeah. It's it's running on the fucking the quantum computers or hmm. some shit. Like, yeah. There's no, there's no way the Xbox will ever be unless it costs twenty four thousand dollars. Uh, the xbox yeah capable. there's actually three SKUs: the xbox series x <laughs> the s and the one the last one is just a dollar sign and yeah <laughs> or three dollar signs yeah uh, okay. yeah all right um so i guess we'll find out more about what else is going on uh next couple of weeks i'll probably announce that one yep. so stay tuned um, next up, we've got some Gabe Newell news. Uh, he's being found. He's in New Zealand partying like a rock star. Uh, apparently, he took some time off after the launch of Half-Life Alex, their big VR title, mm. um, and was down in New Zealand holidaying with his family. Uh, and then a global pandemic struck and they had like 48 hours to make a decision on what to do. Um, he decided to stay in New Zealand. So... He's been in New Zealand since March, working from <laughs> from there, because uh, it's probably not a bad choice considering New Zealand has handled this pandemic very well. Yeah, um, the last I saw, they were having zero cases pretty constantly. Yep, you probably know more about it than me, but is that uh, what's kind of going on? Down that there? is what's happening. Yeah, cool. Yeah, they don't have any fucking um, coronavirus. They get none. Yeah. Um, so he's he's basically throwing this giant party for people down there for their hospitality, which is all right, fair amazing. enough. Cool. But he's, he also, the first time he announced it, he was on this like um, morning show, sort of New Zealand sunrise or like that sort of thing. And I don't think they got a grasp of like they were sitting with a billionaire. Yeah. Um, because they kind of just asked, you know, like, are oh, you make video games? Like, yeah, I make video games. And they just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> right. Cool. <laughs> Amazing. Do they yeah. not, like, um, Google him? Do they not Google the people coming onto their show? That's crazy. Maybe. Yeah. Wouldn't you at least do um, that? Isn't that the... Oh, anyway. But he's also appeared on the New Zealand version of the project as well yesterday. Right. And uh, he was... They seem to have done a bit more research on him at least. Uh, and asked him what his thoughts were on the new PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. And he said he is more in favor of the Xbox Series X at this stage. It's more powerful, his sort of words. Which I think so, is, uh, like, technologically true based yeah. on what we know about them. And I'm sure he knows more again. But, yeah. like, yeah, I think that is technically true. But... At the end of the day, it always comes down to how they use that tech more than, yeah. you know, the, the PlayStation 3 was 
I mean, they they were using chained up, chained together PlayStation threes as supercomputers. Like, yeah. but at the same time, launching missiles. I think, right? Yeah, nobody could fucking code for the fucking thing. So they wound up half the time looking way worse. So hmm. um, it took like fucking seven years for them to start using that thing at, at its full fucking potential. Um, yeah, like it. it I think it is technically more powerful, but it will wind yeah. up coming down to how it's used and based on the fucking games and- Halo Infinite. Yikes! It's not happening yet. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's just it's just interesting to see that Gabe's living down there at this stage. Like what? Like what is the policy? Like he's obviously was down there for a holiday. How long can you stay? Or did they introduce like a new rule or something? Like, fuck it, you're here. You can stay for as long as you want. <laughs> they probably, mm. or, or maybe he had to throw this party because the, the government was onto him and he was just like, look, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll throw this party for you. Don't worry about it. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Don't send me back, yeah. please. <laughs> please. Um, all right. Uh, here, here's, a, here's a rumor um, that is going around at the moment. I, I think it's still sort of unverified. No one's really commenting on it, but uh, Game Informer in their magazine have an article in there um, mm. relating to Spider-Man Miles Morales. And that article is saying that Sp- Spider-Man Remastered will also be coming with the game. Um, has This hasn't been confirmed as of yet. Like it's Sorry. in the article stating it's it's a... Like it's it's a separate game, like yeah. it's some sort of bundle. Really? Didn't I say mm. this? I'm pretty sure I said this would happen. That's amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, that's that's such a good idea. Because um, you know, everyone wants to see the Spider-Man tech on the PlayStation Five, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So hopefully this is true. It, it, I mean, this seems like the kind of thing where Game Informer would come out and maybe try and fix that statement uh but that hasn't happened yet so um and it's possible that magazine wasn't supposed to be released yet but i guess we'll get some more info soon but there's fingers crossed that that is kind of something that happens because that seems like a smart decision a very smart decision (laughs) yeah yeah um next up some more marvel news um i don't i don't know if you got a chance to check this out but they did a marvel's avengers war table today um, which detailed a bunch of the beta information that's coming out in or the, the beta game that's coming out in August. So did you get a chance to watch this yet? I did not. No. Um, goes for a, a, like 20 minutes or so. Uh, and Marvel's Avengers, I kind of still lukewarm on it or have been lukewarm. Uh, because his name's uh, Luke. <laughs> yep, that's it. Because it just hasn't really shown me a lot where I'm like, oh, that's kind of, yeah, whatever. Like that last war table they did, I thought it looked very generic. Oh, yeah. Um, but this one looks awesome. Like the they've done such a better job of this uh, presentation of like showcasing like what you can kind of do in this game. Um, right. So this beta, they're doing sort of like three weekends. One of them is going to be a a PlayStation exclusive because they got some sort of deal with PlayStation. Um, the second weekend will be a pre-order weekend for people that pre-ordered. And then third weekend, I believe, will be open beta for everybody. 
Um, right. And you can play all those three weekends depending on where you are in the chain. But it, they just like all the stuff they show. There's so much content in this beta. Um, there's going to be four hero missions in the game. Uh, the first one will be the Golden Gate Bridge demo that we've seen a bunch where you can play as Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow. Um, and then there's, there's a couple of other missions in there. One of them will be, uh, I, I guess they're like single player story missions where you're playing as like Miss Marvel or the Hulk, um, that sort of stuff. Um, and then there's a bunch of uh, co-op missions up to four players where you can play as the four characters they've got in this actual demo for you to play as is um, Miss Marvel, Iron, Iron Man, Hulk, and Black Widow. Um, right. And so you can actually level up all these individually if you want. Um, the level cap is going to be 15. There is a really cool system in place where if you're doing one of these co-op missions but you're playing solo, you can still invite like AI partners into the game and it will actually level up those characters alongside with you as like an AI companion. So right. it's not like... A traditional game where you like oh i'm gonna i gotta play this one character and like why would i choose anybody else when this is the one i'm playing and i've got all the cool shit on this one yeah whereas now it's like the ai companions level up aside you and so you can switch between them when you go to the next level and be like oh you know i want to try playing as hulk now or i want to try playing as um thor on this next one but thor's not available on this demo but just an example so i think that's a really cool system of of gaining experience on an AO companion uh, and allowing you to sort of switch between them as you go. That seems like a cool feature. Um, so you've got these solo uh, story missions campaigns that you've got in there. Then they've got these um, holographic augmented reality machine room challenges where they're sort of like training simulators, uh, like a wave-based wave combat. And so you can play a bunch of them um, I think there's three challenge rooms that they're doing. Uh, and then there's four war zones, which are kind of like dungeons. Um, the way they're talking about them is they can last from anywhere between 20 minutes up until two hours, depending on what it is in the full game. Uh, and then they've got five drop zone missions as well, which are kind of like mini task-based uh, missions that you can jump in with a bunch of people and you got to try and complete them. Uh, so I think they're saying there's about 20 missions all up in the beta or the demo that they're releasing, which seems like a big chunk. Um, they're kind of like taking all of that feedback that they've had yeah. and being like, all right, we're going to show you what we can do in this game, like what there is. Uh, and like yeah. the footage they showed looks cool. Like it looks so cool. Like characters playing, behaving differently. Um, the way they move around is completely different. The way they fight is different. Uh, each character has uh, three skill trees that you can kind of spend uh, points into. Um, the beta is only going to have one, but there's like a variety um, in terms of how my Iron Man is going to behave compared to yours because we might spec in a different skill tree. We might have different abilities. We might have different um, cosmetic items on that. Uh, not cosmetic items, but like gear that changes up how your abilities work and that sort of stuff. So uh, I like that that is kind of something different because when you play um i don't know like a destiny is kind of the one that comes to mind when we play like the same character we can't really do much that's different we're kind of the same thing it's not really yeah. a variety to it um so that kind of seems really cool 
And uh, the other thing they announced is Hawkeye will be the first free DLC character that comes out in the game. And he'll have his own story missions and uh, co-op missions and that sort of thing. So I wasn't like this game was on my radar, but it wasn't on my like, oh, I'm excited for this game. But after seeing this like latest war table um, presentation they did, I'm like, okay, I'm like starting to feel this. This looks... This looks pretty cool. Like I'm excited. If they can, if, if this game is kind of promising and can deliver on a lot of the things they're talking about, then it could be a lot of fun. Because um, just some of the stuff I've seen from it in the past, I'm just like, ah, eh, it looks fine, but it's just not really for me. So I definitely recommend people go check out that uh, that presentation if they haven't seen it. It dropped this morning. Because um, it's looking. I'm watching cool. it now. It's looking really cool. Yeah. I just I just don't. I don't understand what 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 do you do in this? You just banish up robots? Is it basically um, just Destiny with fucking Marvel heroes and it's a beat 'em up instead of a shooter? Is that what it is? I th- yeah, it's it definitely like? inspired by Destiny. There's I think they said there's over fifty different types of enemies in the game. Right. Um but you've got your campaign where you're playing as a character a lot of them are like hero-based characters, so it'll be like this is the Iron Man level, or this is the, you know, this is the level where you play as Hulk and Miss Marvel. Like, it's not necessarily the one character. Sometimes you can pick and choose. Sometimes it's like kind of forced upon you. Um, and then there's the the co-op missions that you can play with other people, and the these uh, challenge rooms and the war zones, like which are dungeons. And yeah, there's like. There's a ton of stuff going on. I don't know how it all fits into if it's just a giant world like Destiny or the kind of thing that I saw being thrown around a lot was this world map. So it could be a thing where you kind of pick a place in the world. That probably makes more sense to me because um, otherwise you'd be fighting in like New York or something like that and that would just be strange. Um, yeah, so I think it's just a world map and you kind of pick your mission and you go off and do them uh, in like a Destiny-esque sort of way but i don't know I, I, it looks cool to me like i'm definitely gonna play it um i'm hoping it's just better than a lot of the stuff they've shown in the past i am gonna be honest you don't like I'm destiny not seeing anything i like in this uh yeah i don't like destiny and at the very least Destiny's a fucking first person shooter which i obviously love uh shooters so um mm. yeah uh, this isn't doesn't even appear to be that. It's not even a yep. shooter, so I don't think it's the game for me. I mean, I just don't. I don't. I don't like. What's what's your reason for playing these story missions? Is the story actually going to be any good? What makes you think that it's going to be good? They haven't. I haven't. It seen seems it. interesting. Seems interesting. Yeah, but like, who's writing it? Have they got like some fucking phenomenal fucking writer behind the scenes crafting the story? You know, even uh, fucking Call of Duty at least tried to get David S. Goya to focus up for half a minute and fucking tell a coherent story. He failed, obviously, but, like, they put some effort in. Uh, like, yeah, who's writing? I'm just trying to look because the uh, the, the writer is Hannah McCl- McLeod. McLeod. Um, I don't know what she has done because I can't find anything. Uh, as far as I know, she's a Crystal Dynamics writer. That's all I can see here. So, uh, Right. 
So, like... Yeah, I... Uh, it's, it's a lot different to the Marvel Spider-Man where it had, like, literally two of the guys that were writing Spider-Man. <laughs> the, the comic series, Dan Slott and... Uh, I can't remember who the other one is, but he he uh, Chris Christoph Gage, I think, was the other one, um, who is a Spider-Man writer as well. He was working with; they were working with Insomniac to create that story, which is why it was pretty good. good. Like they they knew their stuff. Like this this is my my concern is not to take anything away from Hannah or whoever is writing on the fucking the game, but like wh- why would why why would I believe on a fundamental level that what I'm going to get is a good comic book story and if like and if i can't count on that then why would i care to play the story missions like the only reason Mm. i would play this is if i felt like you know uh marvel ultimate alliance right marvel ultimate alliance one the story is i thought very good marvel ultimate alliance two story was an interesting take on civil war uh marvel Mm. ultimate alliance three uh the game played like shit and i never got into the story right yeah but, uh, like, the reason I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, uh, 1 and 2, was, like, inevitably for the story. I mean, the Baldur's Gate-style gameplay certainly worked for me at the time. Um, but, yeah, it was for the story. I thought it did storytelling really well. I don't see why I would believe that this one would do storytelling well. You know? I just don't get it. Anyway. Yeah, I guess yeah, we'll see, yeah. right? I mean, the, the I guess just the the premise that I've seen is that uh, basically Captain America dies, and that's kind of the the start of the downfall of the Avengers, and it's it's about them um, trying to assemble assemble them after a certain number of years after Captain America's death. So I don't know; it could be interesting. I, but again, I we'll have to wait and see. I'm not sure. But it's it's on my radar now more than what it was before after that uh, after watching some of that stuff today. Mm. Um, next up, we've got some Netflix news. Uh, they've announced The Witcher: Blood Origin, which will be a six part live action show set twelve hundred years before The Witcher. Um, so I guess it's going to be a, a Witcher origin story. Obviously, not involving um, the current set of series characters. Like right. uh, Geralt or um, any of those guys, so yep. Henry Cavill probably not going to be in it. Twelve hundred years before, um, will it be told with incoherent time jumps? Mm, maybe if it we starts can only off. Hope. Yeah, maybe if it starts off like twelve hundred years before Blood Origin, um, and then it jumps perfect. forward in time at the end. It's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll definitely watch that one. Yeah, absolutely. Up. Yeah. But we don't really see who they cast. Enough about what that right. is. Yeah, I think the um, they announced the showrunners. Right. Uh, do you know who that is off the top of your head? No. No. I don't know. It's, shit. it's not the same people that were doing the current one. Um. Yeah, I can't find it here quickly. Just looking. Anyway, that, that's the third series they've announced now because they're doing an animated spin-off as well. Netflix. Wow. Yeah, they're like they're all in on The weird. Witcher. They're like, fuck <laughs> they it. They bought fuck. the license and were like, fuck it. Yep. We're going to wring this one dry. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next up, we've got a big leak from Nintendo, which they're calling the Gear Leaks. Uh, this started in July, early July on, um, on uh, what's that website called? The fucking... The 4chan. Sh- 4chan. Yeah, that's it. Started on there. People were uploading a bunch of data, which was stolen. Uh, and there's a lot of data here that was, was taken. Uh, we're talking about like source code for old games. Um, Holy uh, shit. A lot of assets as well. Uh, personal information from emails and things like that. Uh, there was a ton of stuff. I, I think there's, like, from what I can understand, more than 20 games on this list. You know, games like Star Fox, Star Fox 2, Link's Awakening, uh, Mario Kart, Yoshi's Island, F-Zero, Super Mario All-Stars. Uh, Link's of the Past. Like Wii games. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nuts. holy shit. The emulators that they used, like the official emulators they were using. Holy yeah. fuck. I saw a post from a guy that... He worked on Star Fox, uh, the Star Fox series. He's like, this is a program that I wrote 30 years ago, mm. which was designed to check um, text in Star Fox because the programming that they were doing was like new to him. He was kind of learning it. So basically he's writing this program and the output of this program um, would tell him whatever he was doing, whether it was right or right or not, like it would display the text on the screen. And he's like, I wrote that 30 years ago and they've somehow got that. Like, where were they? Like, how did they? I haven't seen this. So Nintendo's obviously um, storing a lot of this old source code and stuff somewhere on their servers. Like, they're, they're keeping it. Yeah. And someone's gone in and found all this stuff and leaked it everywhere. Um, this this leak is pretty insane. So mm. we don't really know yet what, the, like, the ramifications of this are. Like, who Nintendo is going to go after. But there, there's a lot of information here. Like, this stuff normally doesn't come out um at least source code and things like that unless the developer wants it to that's fucking bananas like the stuff here is yeah i can't believe it that's crazy that's fucking huge mm. um mm. people have started like digging through some of this code and found um like doing the oh here's unreleased content for this game or assets that were never used or uh levels that were test levels or levels that were never like saw the light of day and like rendering them out and people are playing around with them and uh characters that weren't there um i think i'm not 100 sure but i thought i heard that like remember there was always that thing about like luigi was in mario 64 as a player yeah, character. yeah. that was like, the only... people were digging up mario assets uh, luigi assets in that game and <laughs> things like that yeah so where can i buy um, a luigi board um yeah cool anyway and uh we got the last piece of news here which is one you put on the bottom would you like oh, to talk yeah. about it because i don't know what it is Oh, it was a bit of a controversy earlier this week. Joe Rogan was saying that uh, basically video games are a waste of time. Um, yep. And uh, uh, people were getting all up in arms about it, but no, I mean, like, who fucking cares? Are they not a waste of time? They're they're a pastime, right? Like, and some of them are, like grounded. Some are grounded. Oh, look out! Did you did you <laughs> feel like your time was wasted with grounded, Luke? Didn't you get to hang out with friends? Didn't you get to spend the day hanging out with some friends? See? Was it a waste of time? Yes, it was. No. 
Everything is a waste of time. No, literally everything is a waste of time. This podcast is a waste of time. Listening to this podcast is a waste of time. Listening to Joe Rogan's podcast is a waste of time. Performing on or creating Joe Rogan's podcast is a waste of time. Literally everything, all the time, throughout all existence, it is a waste of time. All we're doing is wasting time. Time is just a construct. It's a fucking, it's a mental... Uh, it's a, it's an idea. I would think that a man who does as much DMT as Joe Rogan would fully understand the implications. The 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 bodily is uncorking by referring to anything as a waste of time, because uh, time has no meaning except what we give it, and so all we can do is waste it because it exists to be. Yep. And now we've turned into the away. Joe Rogan podcast, just like that. This this is pure uncut acid <laughs> in my cup. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Anyway, I just I just thought it was weird. Like the what was weird to me was uh, how people were defending games. People uh, care. Like, yeah. Who, who cares? Uh. Like. Yeah. Aren't, aren't they a waste of time? Every. Yeah. Everything. All the time is a waste of time. All things are wastes of time. So you like yeah. what? Oh, but but am I wasting my time when I play? Yeah, you are. Like the fact that you derive value from it doesn't mean that it's not a waste of time. Like ludicrous. Are you wasting time when you go to work? Yes, you're wasting time when you go to work because, well, like, what are you doing? Well, something better. Just because you get money out of it, like, doesn't like doesn't mean it's not a waste of time. Just because you derive value from it doesn't mean the time isn't wasted. The time cannot be gotten back. It is a resource that you cannot stop spending. So yes, everything is a waste of time. Mm. All right. <sighs> anyway, that's uh, uh, <laughs> that's Job's pep talk for this week. Yep. The the Joe Brogan podcast. Joe Brogan. Yeah, we've we finally got there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Questions time. Let's do some questions. questions. Dr. E3Money writes, have you noticed how when Jin Sakai uses a resolve and punches himself, uh, he's basically doing a Kylo Ren, a samurai descendants of the Sith. Is Star Wars for real a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? Um, lots of, a lot to unpack on this one. Uh, is Star Wars a? Star Wars I mean, West. Star Wars was like George Lucas straight up ripping off Akira Kurosawa, uh, and obviously uh, Ghost of Tsushima has the Kira, the Kurosawa um, estates blessing. It's got like a Kurosawa mode and stuff. So I guess the link is there. Uh, mm. I thought, because I play with him, I, I mostly wear the Ronin outfit, the like okay, robes yeah. and stuff, you know, the, the, the Jedi type robe. outfit. Um, and yeah, like the Jedi robe. Um, and so what I thought he was doing, what I thought Jin was doing was like straightening out his clothes. <laughs> I thought he was like, oh yeah, I'll just straighten out my clothes and that'll make me feel better. I didn't realize he was yeah. punching himself. Um, I... Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, obviously, uh, he learned that technique in Jedi school. So I don't think Samurai are descendants of Sith uh, anymore. Mm. That 
than Sith are all descendants of Jedi, because, right, like, you have to be a Jedi to become a Sith, don't you? Uh, I'm not, like, I'm probably best to ask Nate this in particular, because he's the hyper-fucking-dork. But, uh, yeah, like... I don't think you have to become a Jedi to become a Sith. But, like, I mean, just, just from a... Just from a like logistical standpoint don't you have to become a like how are you going to get noticed as a like to become a sith right if there's only ever two siths right how are you going to get noticed to become a sith and an apprentice right unless you're a jedi short of being one of the most horrific murderers of all time like and exclusively using the force and don't the Jedi roll around finding people who are force sensitive and then like bringing them into their ranks? And so, mm. like, isn't there an argument to be made that, like, technically you would be a Jedi before you became a Sith? I'm, I'm having a read here. It says okay. here Darth Maul was not a Jedi before he became a Sith. How did he become a Sith then? Some dude was like, fucking. I'm to read the fucking comic now. Look at this motherfucker with this fucking. This dude's got fucking a horny head and like fucking cool face and shit. Let's give him a double ended fucking lightsaber. Maybe he can Mm -hmm. learn some force powers. I don't fucking know. Well, maybe they did a scan and were like, oh, his midichlorian's really high. Let's get him out. Get him, like, make him a fucking. Like, why pick him and not, like,. I don't know any of the other ones like Darth Maul. Who who are the Sith apprentices in fucking in the prequels? There was Darth Maul, obviously, right? Because the master, the Sith master, was um, Palpatine, right? Right. I th- wasn't he the only one? Uh, no. Isn't the the Dooku Count Dooku? He's not a. Is he a Sith? I thought he was like what's above a Sith. What, there's nothing above a Sith. Why the fuck would there be anything above a Sith? There's just two there's things. There's Sith. Jedi and Sith. It's, you know, balance. It's like yeah. poetry. What's Count Dooku? Is he a Sith apprentice? I'm pretty sure he's a Yeah, apprentice. he definitely is. Yeah. Count Dooku. Uh, so how come Darth Maul was a- He was a Jedi master. That <laughs> fell on the dark side. Fucking Job's fucking looking right. Job's looking fucking right. I'm telling you yeah, now. It just proved you wrong with, with the other guy. He didn't prove shit. You don't know what he was before. You just said he wasn't. You can't just fuck. Well, yeah, well, fucking. Um, no, I say he was one. I'm just reading here now that he was a Jedi. You can't no, fucking. You're wrong. Credit no, where's just, your sources? Where's your sources, motherfucker? On Google. I just Googled uh, it. Mine are on Google. I just Google it. Yeah, but if you Googled it, it should be at the same source as me. And yet... You're wrong. No, you're wrong. You're not... I'm not getting any fucking proof here, am I? Proof... You got to deliver checked, proof that works on a fucking Jesus, podcast. And he never lies. So... I asked Yahoo, and mm-hmm. it sent me to Google. So... <laughs> well... I'm, I'm... I don't know what else to do. I've exhausted yeah. all my resources. I could bing it. Maybe duck, duck, go it. Like Alta Vista. Is that still up? Alta. Oh, yeah. 
no. Wait, no, it takes me Yahoo. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Looks like we've uh, hit a wall. Yes. Uh, apprentice, the dark. I'm. I'm. This is. I'm about ask Nate. Yeah. Ask. Nate.com. It does. It does seem like Sidious just sort of plucked him out of nowhere. Yeah. So I'm right. Uh. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm fucking trying to throw you a bone, motherfucker. But like, it does. Like, we don't. We we don't really have any fucking idea of. Like, I just. I just don't understand. I just don't understand what my initial point was anymore because I've forgotten. Mm. We got so far. Well, I definitely forgot the question. Something about punching Something himself. About he learned it while being a Jedi. We know that Kylo Ren went to Jedi school. We know this to be true. So he learned it mm -hmm. from Jedi school is what I'm saying. He didn't learn it from fucking Snoke or whatever the fuck. He learned it from fucking Mark Hamill. I mean, Luke um, Skywalker. It was like, Luke's like... If you ever get hurt, just fucking punch yourself in the guts. That'll work. It was a trick that Luke played on him. They taught him wrong as a joke. It was like yep. in that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, That's a question. Uh, is Star The last question was, um, is Star Wars for real a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? That's what it says at the start of every movie, Drew. Why would they lie to us? Yeah. They're not Luke not Googling things and making things up as he goes. Like, mm. come on, sort it out. What if Think we get a Star Wars film set in present day? Genius. Yeah. How do they explain the existence of humans? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to go back and even further if you did that. It's true. Like if it just came up and said today in a galaxy far, far away. Rather than... Yeah. What about in a galaxy not that far away? Tomorrow. Tomorrow and in this galaxy right now. Yeah. yeah. I'd watch it. In a cinema near you. In three years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Great questions, Drew. Loved it. So it really yeah, took us some stuff. interesting places. All right. Alrighty. And that is the show. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get your podcast from. You'd find us on the Gap, the GA podcast, the Gap podcast. Uh, if you do have a moment, please rate and review the show. It helps other people find us. Uh, if you would like to send us questions like Drew did, you can do it by email, thegapodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. That'll take you there to our uh, wonderful pages we've got there. We can talk about all sorts of video games, uh, leaves questions. We got a game spoilers chat going in there now, movie spoilers chat, which hasn't been filled out for a while because there's no movies anymore. Uh, movies don't, don't exist. Is. Although no, I did no find more. a good one. It's called Deep Blue C three. Uh, this is I didn't even know there was a second one, so I didn't either. Go. And so I'm gonna <laughs> fucking watch all the Deep Blue C movies. I'm very excited. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Um, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash the GA podcast, twitter.com slash the GA podcast. You can also go to our 
uh, YouTube page at the gapodcast.com slash YouTube. You can watch this right now on YouTube. I uh, put some videos up there. Usually last week I put up some Supot Mind Control Delete. Um, I think I put up some, yeah, I put up some carry-on footage in cool. there as well. So you can go check those out if you want to. Um, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all the things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. If you want to go uh, take a look at them, you can do that. Um, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members. They help support the show and keep the website up and running. If you want to do that as well, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. Thank you to everyone that does it every month. We greatly appreciate that. We do. And you're the great. I think the greatest. Yeah. You're the greatest. That's um, what I meant. Is it anything else you want to pimp out this week you've been working on? Um no, it won't be live yet, but um keep an eye on game spots. Uh for yeah, my full piece on grounded. And uh, the other stuff won't be live. I don't know when the fuck it will be, but it's not live yet. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, what about you? You can go to my Twitter page, twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-I-E. Um, or my YouTube page, which is on YouTube. I don't know what my account is. Um, let me check. YouTube.com slash, it's not Luke Laurie. So that won't work. Anyway. You can find me on YouTube. I put a video up on uh, Carry On. I did like a four-minute mini review thing about that good. game. I liked it. Uh, I, I might it was, post it on yeah. the website. I probably should, actually. I'll post it on the website yes. at some stage. I'll put the transcript up. So it was something different. And that's the show. Um, what's happening next week? Anything that you know of that we can talk about? More Four Guys. More four guys, okay. I don't think I've got anything lined up, so it could be a. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be a brief show, but we're running on three hours now, so and that is the average these days. We will try to tackle Blightbound again. Yep, that's a good plan. Let's do that. I think. Yep. Cool. All right. See you tomorrow next week. 